Through the years, we all remember when we first witnessed a national tragedy. We remember the good times and the bad times through either a song, a TV show, a monumental sports achievement, or even the smell of a particular food from when we were young. Welcome to the show that will take you on a journey through time to relive those iconic moments. Welcome to RTW Rewind, where old school rules. So, without any further delay, let's introduce you to the host of the show, Rad Rob Rob Francois. Hey guys, welcome back to RTW Rewind. I am your host, Radicalized Rob Rob Francois. I have a first-time guest here on the Rewind. Um, he's right up there with Jargo about uh, for record number of podcasts in a week. I don't. I wouldn't call him a podcast whore like Jargo, but he, he's getting right up there. It's the vet, Jamie Williams. Vet, I've been wanting to do a show with you forever. Ray told me that you were big leaguing me, uh, and then you didn't want to do a show with me. And then last week uh, on the NXT Next Level Review show. Uh, you actually came out and said that wasn't true, and you wanted to do a show with me. So I got some heat with Ray uh, for telling me that uh, you didn't want to do a show with me. But what's up, buddy? It's good to have you here. Oh, thanks. Uh, wow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about Ray sometimes. I, I feel like uh, he selfishly wants to keep me, you know, real close to the vest and just uh, didn't didn't want to let me uh, spread my wings, so to speak. But um, I'm interested in working with anybody that's interested for the most part. So, of course, yeah, I want to be a part of this. Uh, and, and uh, boy, did you ever pick a, a topic for us to get? I, I got um, I got to be at work in five hours, so I hope that we can get enough, <laughs> get, get, get this all, all wrapped up and, and put to bed by then. Uh, we'll see. But, uh, we'll see. We, I mean, we, we should have enough time. Barely. Barely, I think. I think uh, if we if we just talk sports comedies and leave it at that, <laughs> I think we'll be able to to fit it in. You know, I mentioned it uh, when we were trying to come up with a topic for the show. I uh, I had mentioned that there's quite a few, I guess you call them cult classic comedies that I'm not really a big fan of, and I'll probably get heat from the chat for it. Uh, but the, the number one on my list, I, I just I, I don't think I like any of their movies. It's it's Monty Python movies. Oh. Uh, Monty Python and the, and the Holy Grail is like right up there as movies that I don't like. And I don't know if it's just British humor, uh, but no, not a fan at all. I suppose you are. Um, yeah, I like Monty Python. I, I don't love, I don't love everything they do. I think, uh, but Holy Grail, um, has got to be somewhere on, you know, somewhere on my list. I, I, I got some visual aids. <laughs> Uh, Rob, just just so that people don't think I'm a poser, mm-hmm. okay, or, or that, that I'm not about what I'm talking about. It's a thing, like, if there's anything I know about more than wrestling, it's cinema. So, you got yourself a hell of a guess here today, buddy. Well, I mean, you're, you're um, great at everything, so, I mean, that's, that's oh, oh, regardless. Oh, stop, I mean, stop it. No, really, stop I mean, it. what can't the but, vet do, honestly? Uh, well, there's plenty of things, but the key, Rob, is to disguise and never talk about those things. Okay, that that's the key. That's the key to life, or to have people think that you know to respect you for your for your knowledge and and everything is to just never talk about the things you don't know about. It's a brilliant move, um, but yeah, I, I like Monty Python just because, and, and their humor is not. It's not on what you would call like a. Uh, 
<laughs> it's, it's not like you could just say, oh, this is just British humor, because British humor ain't like this. No, nobody was really ever like this. Just, they're, they're, they're like some of the forefathers of, like, the random humor that, that right. we see that's so pervasive today, where it's just, you turn on Adult Swim, and you're just like, what am I looking at? What are these people <laughs> doing? It, like, this what does this have to do with anything they're like they're like a big part of like uh you know starting all that i think and um some of the stuff is is hit or miss but i mean with with this movie alone there's just so many great scenes like the black knight you know everybody's seen that you, you don't you don't like the black knight you don't like him uh no selling the uh the, the arm getting cut off or i mean it's fun it, it, to be honest maybe i need to go back and revisit it because it's, it's probably been about 20 years since i've seen it uh Ooh. so maybe if i do go back and watch it again i can come back and report on it but just based off memory you know when i was in my early 20s i just i didn't care for it. maybe maybe i wasn't you know advanced enough to understand the humor at that point i don't know so maybe i'll have a, a different perspective if i go back and watch it again Maybe you had no idea how unfunny things could become <laughs> over the next 20 years. That's fair. Um, I, I do notice that when I talk about these type of things uh, with people, um, I notice that a lot of people, they're a little bit resistant to stuff that is popular. Bef like if, if they heard about it long before they actually experience it, they sort of, you, you know, you sort of have your arms crossed like, oh, you impress me then. I, this yeah. classic comedy, I better, you know, you, be you better make me laugh. And that's really the wrong way to approach things. But you can't help it. It's human nature to want to like to reject something that's been hyped up for you. So I, I you know, I, in, in a similar way um, to you with Monty Python, uh is is like me with Mel Brooks. It's like I see Spaceball right behind no, you. You, you know, don't see shit. No, it's... I I love uh I I I I love Spaceballs. I could quote Spaceballs <laughs> with you for the rest of the show. Um, and, and and I like you know some of the other movies, but just in general, like you see his, his over his catalog, you see his um his style of humor kind of gets run dry. Like how many times is he going to do the walk this way gag? Right. Yeah. You know, in yeah, every yeah. movie type thing. So, but I mean, every, there's lots of people that love Mel Brooks, and I'm like, eh, I could take or leave it. Sorry, I had a sneeze and it wouldn't come out. Uh, what about Blazing Saddles? I mean, that's a big fan yep. favorite movie. I mean, that's that's probably my favorite of all the Mel Brooks films. I mean, how could you not like? I mean, it couldn't play. It wouldn't play well today, obviously, uh, with the woke cancel culture. Uh, I think it would because it's because it's parodying that very thing that cancel culture is trying to you know whatever the cancel culture is trying to rally against it's kind of a parody of that and it's hard not to see that you know i mean but i don't know do you think millennials would get the humor i i, I kind of doubt it there's a lot of different i mean it, it, there's a lot of different humor uh within those type of movies some some of it's very broad and some of it's very simple so so maybe you don't maybe you don't get the the genius of the parodying racism thing right, right. but maybe you just think it's funny if uh you know just some of the sight gags are funny right you know what i mean i mean that's the one where the, that's the one where the guy punches the horse right right <laughs> yes it is that's funny but i mean look at the current look at the current state we're in with like i know i don't want to talk wrestling but buddy murphy posted a picture of him breaking like handcuffs or shackles 
and people thought that was mm-hmm. racist, and he had to delete it and take it down and apologize for it. I mean, that's literally the state we're in as a society right now. Yeah, kind of, but he could have just ignored that. I think the thing about cancel culture, Rob, is there there really is no such thing as cancel culture. Like, culture is, like, who who are the cancel culture leaders? Like who? Like who? Who's the? What's the cancel culture community? Where? Where do they get together and have meetings? What? What is their? Uh, what is their? Um, Apparently, just like on what Twitter. is their? What is their national dish? Like what? Right. What do they eat? Right. You know what I mean? What, what? What is their music? Like there is. There's no culture. It's just. Are you going to listen to people to complain or not? True. And that's true. You know. But but in but like I said before on the on the show with Ray today like you you kind of have to know that you're in that world mm-hmm. and and do a, just be a little bit more careful with what you do if you're a public figure just to avoid that kind of stuff maybe you shouldn't have to but yeah sonic who is who is their tribal chief you know <laughs> what i mean like th- there is no representation it, it's it's something that's sort of made up yeah. so like you know that that's we we don't necessarily had to apologize but in a way it's kind of it's kind of nice to have a little bit of checks and balances just so that people can't just come out and say uh you know any old thing that they want and get away with it um but yeah as a culture i don't think it really does exist (laughs) spaceman so i've never heard um, anybody put it that way so i'm like that's that's an interesting way of looking at it yeah literally (laughs) Uh, they yeah. don't have they don't have town hall meetings, uh, you know. They, yeah. they don't know each other. <laughs> they don't, they don't get other. together and discuss. Okay, who's next? Who are we taking down next? Right. There is there's no there's no like an elk. There's no community. Elk. There's yeah. no brotherhood. There's no camaraderie. <laughs> there's no there is no togetherness. It's uh, they'll they'll take they'll, they'll cancel each other if they could, uh, you know. But that it really true. is just yeah. voiceless people that are using social media and hiding behind it. And if enough people kind of latch onto it, then, you know, corporations and things, they, they get kind of scared. But I think companies have to remember that if they were only relying on people that use social media for their business, they would all be shuttered in, you know, three months. <laughs> right. So it's a very small sample size, but they're loud and, you know, annoying. Um, but there is no cohesiveness. So back to movies, yes, Rob. Back, what back what to movies. else? What else do you do? do we, how how far back as, as comedy do do you, do you want to go? Because um, you know I'm there for the dawn of comedy movies, right? Like uh, what about Chaplin, Keaton, um, Harold Lloyd? Like w- w- what do we want to talk about? The far less I go back would probably and it wasn't really a movie. Well, they did make some movies. Would be Three Stooges. I mean, that's probably the earliest that I go back that I could enjoy. Uh, and in any incarnation of the Stooges, I didn't care if it was Curly or, or Shemp or, or whatever else. Um, so yeah, I, I like slapstick comedy. Uh, I'm a fan of mm-hmm. like I'm a fan of Airplane and Naked Gun and shit like that too. So um, mm-hmm. my I don't know my comedy range is kind of broad. Uh, I like dry witty humor, which you mm-hmm. tend to have sometimes. Uh, mm-hmm. But I do like the oh you know the outward you know slapstick shit. I like parodies. I kind of like it all. Uh, so I mean, do you enjoy the older stuff? Oh yeah, uh, it, um, especially um, when you go back and look at some of those movies, like the the Chaplin stuff. Like, um, what do you want to say? The Gold Rush obviously is a classic. Mm-hmm. Everybody's seen like clips of that. I mean, a lot of that was it. I wouldn't. It is slapstick, I guess, because he would do a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, 
so it, it's that's kind of like in tune with the whole Three Stooges thing, which right. that, that was their whole thing. They just took that to a new level. I'm not as big a fan of the slapstick um as far as like laughing out loud or whatever but like i can you know i can appreciate good physical comedy of course um i would say uh another one like buster keaton same thing um the general steamboat bill jr like all those movies like you go back and watch those and it's like it's amazing how how ahead of their time those guys were and how universal they are, like just in terms of, um, you know, that that appeal yeah. to to anybody that could be watching it from any area. I mean, when you see somebody, you know, you know, falling down a certain way or doing a physical stunt or whatever, it's just in your mind, it's just very impressive. Uh, how about these guys, Rob? What, what, what do you know about these guys right here? You know, never a fan of the Marx Brothers. Actually, never. No, not at all. Like actively not a fan, or just not familiar enough. No, familiar enough, just not not a fan. Yeah, I don't really? know. Really? Yeah. Explain yourself right here in front of the people. <laughs> I don't want to have heat with you, please. This uh-huh. well, it's too late. Uh, it's too late, Rob. Now, 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 there's heat. Actually, actually, Rob, the heat, the heat was a Mister Rob who has to work. That's 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 a little bit of oh, heat. Don't Jesus worry, I've, I've forgiven you. You have water under that. the bridge. Yeah, I, water under the bridge, Rob. I was hoping you the only person that has a job here. Uh, wouldn't want to wouldn't want to put you out, sir. I'm, I'm happy you could join us for the podcast today. You uh, don't forget anything, do you? You're like an elephant brain. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, I like elephants. They're pretty cool. That's what she said. Uh, top t- top ten elephant movies. <laughs> top ten <laughs> elephant comedies. Uh, let's, let's let's do that. So, getting um, back to the Marx Brothers. Not a fan. Just I don't. I I can't explain it. Uh, maybe I was again too young to appreciate it. Um, because obviously they're well before my time, uh, mm-hmm. but then I could say the same thing about like I liked Laurel and Hardy and uh, Abbott and yes. Costello. Yes, but I don't know why I was never a Marx fan. I just you know, to each their own. I just it wasn't for me. I think that may be something to be a reserve. If you got your notepad right there. You need to re- revisit uh, Monty Python, <laughs> Marx Brothers. Um, but Abbott yeah, Costello dude, I- was probably my like favorite duo. Like growing up. As a kid, Abbott like, and Costello. Obviously, who's on first? Everybody knows that, but sure. I love their movies. I love the fact that they had crossover with the horror genre by having you know Dracula and Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yeah, dude. I mean, with the real legit like Bela Lugosi. I mean, that's that was good shit. I liked watching that. I can still go back and watch those. They're still they still hold up today. And they're, I mean, Bud Abbott's just dry, straight, you know, deadpan shot against Costello, just over the top, fucking crazy, dude. Uh, it worked perfect for me. I was a huge fan of them. Yeah, it's good stuff. I'm not like they're some of the ones I've seen the least. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just I don't know. Whatever I haven't seen, it's because I was watching ten other things. So like I had <laughs> to I had to make a choice at some point, you know. Um, but that that could be something I, I should go back and look at more because um, I don't think I've seen any of those all the way through. Like mm-hmm. as far as the the movie ones, like the like you're talking about the, the yeah. Frankenstein and stuff. I, I've seen all the clips, you know what I mean? But I haven't actually sat and watched one of those. Maybe I should. Um, but yeah, but oh, those guys, like Marx Brothers, Abbott Costello, those guys, they're, they're the, uh, I mean, they are the fathers of modern comedy. I mean, they're, everything like derives from them in some way. Right. Um, so... And, and the Marx Brothers just, you know, it was weird because their movies are like, they used to have the the vaudeville show, 
and then they basically just put their vaudeville show on film which doesn't always work like cohesively because like uh there would just be weird little <laughs> you know like like um harpo would just play a harp randomly in one in, in a scene like it was it's just time for harpo to play the harp now that's that's just what it is um and uh you know same thing with uh with chico he had he had to play the piano at some point right you know yeah w- which was he was really awesome at and and it turned into a bit in and of itself but um but yeah it, sometimes it was a little it was a little weird for like the normal flow of a, a narrative in a movie um but uh but yeah man i i would uh i would definitely give them another chance now that you've seen it you come back like what happens is you know, you see stuff in your formative years, then you revisit stuff that you, you know, maybe either dismissed or never saw, and then you go back and realize how much all the stuff you thought you liked took from that. <laughs> right, yeah. True. And it's like a big awakening, like, oh shit, okay. I thought I liked this, but I really like something else. Which is the same so. with any performance art, really. I mean, the same with with music, the same with wrestling, I mean, the same with movie. Like, everybody has inspiration from the generation or generations before them. Uh, so mm-hmm. you, you can see a lot of similarities between, uh, you know, comedians and, and comedic actors. Um, you know, I was a big fan of, um, of uh, God, Christ, now I can't remember his name. Um, Jesus Christ. You remember the Herbie movies, right? The old fucking Herbie the Love Bug. Do you ever watch those? Yes. Buddy I, Hackett. I believe I've... Buddy Hackett. Was Buddy, movies. Buddy Hackett. I don't know why I can remember his name. I was thinking Buddy Murphy. Buddy, I was a huge... <laughs> Huge Buddy Hackett movie or a fan, and then I you know found his stand up later on, which is completely different from the movies he was in in the sixties. Like he was, he was a dirty comedian. Uh, you know, yeah. same with Red Fox. I was a huge mm-hmm. Sanford and Son fan. Didn't know right. anything about his stand up until I saw him later on. I'm like, oh fuck, right. <laughs> this is completely mm-hmm. different. Um, mm-hmm. But it's funny how certain comedians, you know either went from stand-up to the movies or went from movies to stand-up. Uh, obviously, you know, Richard Pryor had great success doing both. Uh, I was a big Pryor fan uh, of his movies. Like, Brewster's Millions? Dude, mm-hmm. I could fucking watch that over and over and over again. Are you a fan of any, you know, stand-up guys that, that for, forayed? Is forayed the right word? Forayed yeah. into the movie movie scene? Sure, lots of, lots of them did. Um, I mean... I, I don't obviously I don't love Richard Pryor's movies as much as his uh, stand up, right? Yeah, you know. But um, like, there's there's lots of guys that have you know like even guys that you, they got so big that you almost forget they were stand ups, like, like Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like Jim yeah. Carrey was a stand up, yeah. And no one really thinks about that anymore. Um, Adam Sandler, you know, those those type of guys. Like a lot of a lot of. Com- you know, I think that was the dream. Yeah. You know, when you're when you're a comedian, you stand a comedian, you want to get that movie. You know what I mean? You, <laughs> right. you want to you want to have that movie career. Really, that's where the money's at, right? Yep. Why, why sit in these shitty hotels and these you know one horse towns, uh, you know, in these small clubs? Like when you when you could be on the big screen, seen by everyone. So, um, I mean, there there's there's too many to mention. It's almost like saying, you know, what comedies do you like? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> too many right. to mention. You got a you got a whole wallpaper full of comedies there um and, it's true and it's like we we, we can uh, we can get to all those and more uh you got some good choices on there um but yeah um trying to think specifically i mean like saturday night live obviously is the most 
most oh, prolific, you know, producer of comedians uh, that go Steve into Martin. movies. Steve Martin. Yeah, Steve Martin. Um, was he on Saturday Night Live or did he just host Saturday Night Live? He hosted quite was a bit. Was he on one season? I don't, I don't know if he's a normal cast member, but obviously, like, you know, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd, Chevy Chase. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Um, then you go into the 80s. Yeah, uh, mid to late 80s, early 90s, you know, Sandler, Spade, Farley. Um, Mike Myers, Dana Carvey, Norm Macdonald. Uh, I mean, it, it's fucking ridiculous. Like how many stars that they turned out, and how it's actually even more ridiculous how much they suck right now, uh, which is yeah. it's crazy. Like it's it's not even it's not even funny. I can't even watch it anymore. Um, but uh, my favorite Saturday Night Live comedian of all time uh, is Chevy Chase. Just. I liked his style. He's a very physical actor as well. He does physical comedy. Um, but his timing and his, his wit is just... Like, I'm a big vacation fan. I'm a big Christmas... Mm. Especially Christmas vacation. We watch that every single year. Um, I don't know what it is about him. He just... Fletch. I mean, I, you know, he didn't have a, a ton of movies. But the ones that he did... Like, he was hot in, in the mid to late 80s. Uh, and he turned out quite a few movies. Uh, and then kind of disappeared for like 20 years. But... They're they're trying to remake Flesh with who is it? Oh, don't even tell me they are. Really? Uh, you didn't hear about this? No, I did not hear about. Heard that. about this? Read about this? Oh fuck! No? I gotta Google that shit. All right. Uh, it's somebody where I'm like, uh, I guess if you have to, but um, I, I don't I don't really see the appeal of a movie like Fletch now as as if it was like <laughs> something that really needed to be like brought in and updated. It's such a sort of like. You could make any movie that resembles Fletch and not call it that. It, yep. it it didn't seem like that amazing of a concept that you need. Like, <laughs> hey, let's remake it forty years later. Like, uh, okay, or not? I don't know. I guess when you're, you know, just absolutely, you know, bankrupt at coming out with any new fucking ideas, uh, creatively bankrupt, you just start remaking shit. I mean, it's kind of been the, the, the norm for the last, you know, ten fifteen years. John Hamm. I don't even know Ooh. who the fuck that is. I have no idea who that is. You know who John Hamm is. You Do know who John Hamm. What have I seen him? He's Don Draper from Mad Men. Oh, okay, all right, and, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, but and in that, he's in that more role, transitioned into comedy lately because yeah. that's who he really is. He, in, in reality, he's not a, a suave, uh, you know, um, Madison Avenue uh, ad genius uh, right, with right, a right. crazy dark past. He's a he's he's just a goofball. So like when you see his stuff on like <laughs> from Thirty Rock or like uh, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, like you see, okay, this guy's funny. So he he he's a good choice for it. Similarly to Chevy Chase, where you look at Chevy Chase and you're like, I mean, what what does he do really? But somehow he does it. I don't know. I, I get it. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, there's a guy I like. I have nothing. Uh, first of all, let me say, nothing against him. Rest in peace. People revere this man, but I don't really get. Like I couldn't explain to you what he does. And and that and that's right 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 behind your head, which is John Candy. Uh huh. Like we all know John Candy. We all seem to like John Candy. I don't really think john candy's funny or anything he's ever done or said is, is is what i would call funny but he's in lots of comedies and he people remember him that way but maybe similar to you know some of the other stuff you said i don't i don't get john candy i don't either that, that you're okay. I, you're absolutely right 
if he's with an ensemble cast, maybe. Uh, but I mean, I love planes, trains, and automobiles. But mm-hmm. I love it for Steve Martin. I love I love it for the story and just the stupid shit they had to go through. But yeah, I was not a fan of his character in that movie. Um, uh, what else was he? he was? I mean, he was in a fucking ton of movies too. Great Outdoors is a great movie, but you know, Dan Aykroyd and it stole the show in that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. So I agree with you. I'm not a big fan of John John Candy either. But he was popular. I'm, like, if somebody liked him, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess he was just such a nice guy. Yeah. That people always wanted to have him around, but, like, I can't, like, if I think of what's my favorite John Candy character or, or bit or something, it's like, wh- how do I, how would I describe John Candy to <laughs> someone who wants to know why he was funny that never, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Like, how, how do you explain it? Some people, I mean, I guess that's true of a lot of people in general. Like, you kind of have to just be aware of their charisma, but... Uh, I don't know. I just, but but he's uh, he's he's highly regarded and revered and remembered. And I guess it's just because he seemed like such a nice guy that everyone thinks that he was hilarious or something. But I can't remember anything funny he ever did. Can you? Well, I'm going to take his word for that because where he's from. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> I'm not necessarily true. the authority on SCTV. I watched um, it a bit. We had a local. Yeah, you know, uh, it wasn't a network channel, but it was just one of those unsyndicated things. Or the, the show was syndicated on that channel, and I did watch a little bit of it. So I mean, like what? Um, Rick Moranis came from there. Uh, mm-hmm. John Candy. Uh, who the hell? Martin uh, Short was he on there? I think Martin Short. I think Eugene Levy might have been on that too. I think so. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, and I mean, I love the McKenzie brothers. Like, if you want to go to Strange Brew, which is a cult classic, I don't know if you've seen it, um, but that's. It's a special kind of humor. It's 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 smart humor. I don't think I've seen it all the way through. It's one of the ones I saw my saw my list. Um, but yeah. Um, well, you know. But the, I'm 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 glad that they have a, a place in people's hearts. <laughs> what can I say? Um, uh, just what about right down here? Weird science. Um, weird science. I was a huge so, fan growing up. Great concept um the movie's not that good (laughs) which is weird like it's kind of funny um and it's it's like every like you could see like this is every teen boy's fantasy yeah like you can get the appeal if you're guys like us it's a typical 80s you know yeah but but untypically not that good uh for that was john hughes too right that you wrote did you write that one yeah um I don't know what it was, but like when I'm watching, when I was watching it, I was like, "This is this is not good. This is not good, bro." Um, who, who would not want to make a woman with their computer? Everyone's trying to right now. It's fair. They are trying to make they're trying to make uh, women out of computers. Like there's sex robots that they're working on, just trying to get the uh, facial expressions right. I suppose. I mean, I don't know what goes think, on, but I think it'd be right up but, Colin yeah, White songs. Uh, right there i think colin would enjoy a, a nice sex robot <laughs> um yeah but uh but yeah it, it definitely belongs in that in that uh category like um but but for that for that sort of era and that thing i really i am like the breakfast club mm-hmm. it's kind of like mostly a comedy it has a little bit of drama in it um that's one of my like that's that's an all-time favorite for me 
And uh, while I'm thinking about it on an Emilio Estevez kick uh, and, and random weird comedies, how about Repo Man? Have you seen Repo Man? I have seen Repo Man. Uh, I liked it, but I liked him in Men at Work better. Uh, well, Men at Work is... I, I like Men at Work, too, especially Keith David's character in Men at Work. Like, <laughs> just... Uh, <laughs> there's, there's a few sacred things in life you don't ever, ever mess with. One of those things is another man's fries. <laughs> you know? That's... that's Oh, so but good! It, but it's, but it's that been a while since I saw Repo Man. I, that's why I can't really say yeah. much about it because it, it was a long time ago that I saw it. it. That is a talk about a bizarre sort of you know half half ass art house independent film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's that's something else, dude. Like, and I'll, and I'll look at the punk culture a little bit. You know, you kind of see that in that movie. It kind of was taking mm-hmm. place around that time, but. Yeah, the first the first like 25 30 minutes of that movie are some of the funniest stuff I remember seeing as a kid. Like I don't know why it was funny to me, but it was. And then it, then it, it kind of gets a little it goes on and gets weird, uh, a little bit more weird with the sci-fi stuff, but but it's um still definitely worth revisiting if, if anybody that's never seen that. So uh but yeah, um what were we saying? So, Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club uh, was big. I mean, that was, I mean, who didn't want to see, you know, a Molly Ringwald skirt? I mean, it's my favorite part of the whole movie. Uh, <laughs> no, it was, it was good because it was like teenage, you know, teenager angst, right? And like, we all went mm-hmm. through that shit. And, you know, all these kids that came from different, you know, ways of life, different circles, whatever, different cliques, all had to get together in this one room and coexist for how many ever hours they were in there. So, um yeah i mean it, it it resonated with me when i was in high school uh yeah and i can and still then, watch then, it today and then I you mean, grow up and realize hey wait a minute no teens are ever that deep <laughs> right no absolutely not um but i mean i can still go back and watch that and and you know still enjoy it today just i mean oh, we, yeah. we all love to reminisce about you know nostalgia and shit we watch when we were younger uh, i mean you know the 80s the 80s is my jam like mid to late 80s um uh, were you a Jim Belushi fan? Not particularly. Just, just in the sense that he was kind of it, just a little bit before my time. As mm-hmm. as far as like when he was, I forget what he died in eighty three. It was. Somewhere around there? It was early 80s to the point where I was probably, you know, not in school yet even. Not even in preschool. So I was, I would have been very young. Um, So, like, I would have had to go back and look at, you know, the Animal House and Blues Brothers type stuff. Blues Brothers, dude. Dude. Yeah. I said Jim, I meant John. John Belushi was the one that died. Jim was the one that did everything after. He's still alive. He did fucking K-9. Yeah. And all of that's, that. no. Yeah, that's what I thought you meant. Um, yeah, no, was, I, I was John Belushi, but um, no, Animal House. Jim, like, Jim Belushi's okay. An, Animal uh, House is a cold classic. Um, you know, National Lampoon's first movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, it was a magazine growing up. Um, but you know, there's some iconic lines in that too. Uh, but that's how old are you? Forty two, thirty eight, thirty nine, uh, forty even. 40, are you really forty even? Okay, you look younger than that. You, you're, you thank look, you, thank you, you. You look good for your age. No, so we're we're in the same you know bracket. I'm 45, so Animal House is a little bit early for me too. Um, but I enjoyed his, like going back and watching his stuff on Saturday Night Live. Uh, I did enjoy Animal House. 
There was one movie, I think it was 1942 or something like that. It was fucking mm. atrocious. That was Steven Spielberg's. Yes. I'm sure he'd like to have that one back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I think he made a hit with Jaws after that, so I think he did okay for himself. Um, yeah, he, he did all right. But I lost my train of thought. I liked John's brother, Jim. Uh, I liked K-9, even though it was kind of a kind of a dramedy. It was kind of half comedy, half drama. Um I'm trying to think of the other one that he did where he stole somebody's file facts and he pretended to be him. Uh, like, he broke out of jail. All he wanted to do was go to a Cubs game. God, I fucking hate getting old. It's one of my favorite movies, but now I can't even remember <laughs> the fucking... Oh, Taking Care of Business. I don't know if you ever saw that. Taking Care of Business with... With Jim God? Belushi. God. He was... I, uh, might, I might have, but I don't think so. I don't think I saw that one. He was uh, supposed to get out of jail... He was in, uh, he called up a radio station to try to win tickets to a Cubs game. He won. He was, he was supposed to get released like a week later. Uh, so he had his, his friends, his inmates in there kind of sneak him out somehow. Uh, and then he, he went uh, and, and uh, found this guy's file folder. They call it a file fax or whatever. It had all his contacts in it, where he lived, had his fucking keys and all that shit. So he pretended to be this dude while he was out of town. And uh, it's, I don't know, if you haven't seen it, it, it's one of my favorites. It's a typical 80s, you know, just yeah. stupid-ass comedy. It's n- nothing serious. You know, it's all lighthearted. Uh, it's an easy hour-and-a-half watch. Uh, but if you haven't seen it, I would, I would recommend going back and watching that. Well, even though it's kind of a rip-off, I used to like the movie Mr. Destiny when I was a kid, too. Like, yeah. You know that one? Yep. Yep. Michael Caine makes him a magic drink, and then he goes to live his other life. <laughs> um <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog says, I was watching movies like The Color Purple. I know. Hilarious. Color Purple, hilarious. All-time great comedy. One of the funniest movies of all time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Just just amazing. (laughs) Um, But... uh, uh, but he also he also put over the the Buffy the Vampire Slayer with Christy Swanson there, and uh, if I gotcha. if I felt like going over to my shelf to prove that I have that one too, <laughs> you're just gonna have to take my word for it. Great, great movie. Uh, extremely tiny, tiny brief appearance during the basketball game uh, by. Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. an, an, an unknown Ben Affleck, although he was so unknown and tiny that they overdubbed his voice with somebody that is definitely not Ben Affleck in the movie. When he's, he's I think it's like when the, the guy like bears his fangs and he's, he gives him the ball, he's like, here, take it, man. It's like, that's not Ben Affleck at all, but... Um, like, who makes that call, right? Like, I don't know, he just yeah. didn't deliver the line right. Fuck it, have somebody yeah, else see, do it. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, if you if you listen to some of his haters over the years, then you'd right. understand like why somebody might uh, just just not like him for no reason. Speaking of which, I mean, they made him another, Batman for fuck's sake. I, I have another film here, and you want to talk about this? Now, this this is a I, I brought this up just for a specific conversation piece, but it hits a lot of it hits a lot of boxes. Number one, um, this was a this is a mm, it's a genre like. It's a Christmas comedy, Mm -hmm. okay? Um, It was critically destroyed. Like, this is one of the lowest, you know, rated, revered movies of all time. Okay. And I think it's pretty damn good. Uh, And and that that would be this right here, okay? Surviving Christmas. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen this? I have. Yes, I have. now, Now, after having seen it, are you convinced that none of the critics 
that panned this actually watched the movie. I can, yeah. Or if it was just one of those things where they're like, God, I got to watch 10 things today. I don't have time for this. What is this? Ben Affleck in a Christmas movie. Fuck this. This sucks. I'm going to write up a review that doesn't mention anything about it specifically and bury him because this came out like right at the height of the Benefer stuff when people just hated him. Yeah. So it's, I'm sure nobody gave it a chance, but like, and it's not like the greatest movie ever. It's not going to stand up to some of the classics that we're talking about, but like, there's nothing wrong with this movie. It's got a lot of good stuff. James Gandolfini and Christina Applegate are in it yep. uh, and uh, Catherine O'Hara, I believe that's her, right? Yep. So like, so, I mean, if, if, if you're in the mood for a Christmas movie, but you, you're tired of all the old standbys, like a Christmas story and, and, and other stuff, give surviving Christmas a chance to see if you hate it. Uh, that's my challenge to you all (laughs) see if you hate it that's a great tagline uh no i liked Mm -hmm. it i I did i mean if you don't take it too seriously it's it's just and that's what you gotta do with comedies it's just fucking they're just movies like i have there been really bad comedies yes there's plenty of movies that try to be funny and are not uh the hangover (laughs) the color purple really to be honest (laughs) (laughs) just just kidding just kidding don't cancel me uh sonic says big is an all-time classic Ooh, big's good were you Tom Hanks fan as a, as a comedian, or you like him better as a drama guy? Well, he can do it all, can he? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I mean, obviously I'll do whatever. he started out, you know, with the with the, in comedies, and finally, you know, became a really great, uh, you know, dramatic actor with uh, uh, Saving Private Ryan and Philadelphia. Uh, but I liked his early stuff, like The Man with One Red Shoe. Um, what was the one with the fucking mermaid? Splash. Splash. God, Daryl Hannah's hot at one point. Uh, but big. big. I saw Big in the theaters as a kid. Fucking love that movie. I could still go back and watch that. So that's another like you know as a fantasy, it's just banging an adult chick. Like <laughs> yeah. that's what and that was what we all. It's a little problematic now if you look at it, but um, <laughs> but like other than the general, other than that little little thing, the general sweetness and tone of it was was you know very family friendly. It was. Um, I, I yeah. Tom Hanks is just one of those guys, man. He, like whatever he does, like he's gonna even if the thing that he's in sucks, which it doesn't usually happen, but he's still gonna bring something to it. Um, like you do with the Next Level Podcast. Oh, th- oh, thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, you know, I, I do try to I do a lot. Of, you know, once I get out of the gym, I got to do even more lifting when I get home, right? So, yeah, yeah. Um, but that Ray, but, I mean, he's uh, got, Ray's got potential. I mean, he's. Kids got potential. I'm working with the kid. No, I'm working with the kid. Well, I don't want this to turn into like a. I don't want this to have to turn into like a Charlotte and I situation, you know. So I'm going to be professional about this. Well, then you got to get Vickery involved if it's Charlotte. So we don't. We don't want to do that. Yeah. The the proper thing to do, you know, when Big Ray gets out of control, is to just grab a hold and slow him down a little bit. You know, like all right, kid, just uh, just relax. Um, but uh, yeah, Tom Hanks, great. Um, what about the Burbs? Well, my wife loves the Burbs, and I. Yeah, I'm on the weird, fence. weird fucking movie. It is, but but cool. But it has some brilliance uh, in it that you know you, it does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dark. It's a little darker <laughs> than than the average, especially you know. Uh, it it just has one of those like those aesthetics. Like I don't know who do I compare it to. I almost wanted to say Tim Burton, but nah. It's like it's it's just a little different. It's a different movie, but it, it's it's cool. Like. You know, I like it. There, there's a there's that feel that I think the reason that you know you've made a brand out of nostalgia and and especially around that era of when we were growing up is because it was like a creative zenith in terms of entertainment. Like so many things kind of really peaked 
in the in the eighties yep. and into the nineties a little bit, like maybe around you know in, in t- almost into the late nineties was like a you know we had so much stuff. But if you just look at the icons that came out of the eighties alone, like in terms of films, yeah. just look at look the eighties was you know Indiana Jones came out in the eighties, um, you know Yoda came out in the eighties, yep. um, all those things, RoboCop, Terminator. Uh, technically, Alien was in '79, but Aliens with the Queen Alien was '86. <laughs> yeah. And come on, man, that's yep. that. Freddy, Jason, Freddy and Jason, yep. Michael Myers, yep. Like, uh, well, no, he was '70s, late '70s, but but still, yep. you know, a, a, a vast majority of the Halloween franchise came out then. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, just like so, so many like different icons that you could name of just, you know, just movie characters that came out then. And then what? Whatever we really had after that, not a lot. No, not really. Um, I mean, the like, '80s so. was like the like franchise period where you had like a lot of sequels. You know, whether it was Star Wars, like you said, Indiana Jones. Um, you know, Beverly Hills Cop was another one that had three movies. Oh yeah, which I love all those movies. I could watch them. Eddie Murphy is fantastic. I mean, he's he was ahead. Of, I wouldn't say he was ahead of his time because he borrowed a lot of shit and stole shit from Richard Pryor. Um, but Eddie hit up one admittedly. Of those, admittedly, in yes. fact, that was it was in his act, literally yeah. stealing it. So <laughs> yeah, no, that's the, true. The thing about the thing about all all I had done as a kid is take a shit. So I told shit jokes <laughs> as Richard Pryor. It sounded like Richard Pryor. So yeah, <laughs> mother yeah. up there watching his twelve year old say some outlandish shit. Uh, yeah, Eddie Murphy raw and delirious. I could I could quote just about every line from those. Well, yeah, we could count we could count those as eighties comedy movies yep. too. Like, yep. I mean, they, technically they were like Raw it, was a movie. It was a theatrical so, release. Yeah, concert concert movie. Um, Coming yeah. to America one and two. Like, uh, did you watch? Did you watch the the second one? I did. What'd you think uh, of it? I sh- probably shouldn't have. <laughs> um, but what what does anybody expect? Like you, you took you took way too long. Thirty years later, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's and like I like I like a lot of the stuff that um, uh, what's his name Kenya Barris does. Like mm-hmm. I think Blackish is a funny show. Yeah, I th- I thought his show Black AF on Netflix, which was basically exactly Blackish, except yeah. he put his literal self in the lead exactly. role. Uh, but it but it's it's still funny. Yeah. Like and and I'm like. This is the same guy. Like this, this guy's funnier than this. He should. This should have not happened. But or I think what it was, Rob, is I think more than anything, they they played it safe, right? Because of the times we're living in, yeah. the perceived times, like oh, we can't do this and that now. So I think they just played it a little too safe, and as a result, you ended up in a movie with like very few jokes, very few True. gags. True. It kind of was just like more story. It was just more so. callbacks, really. That, that that I enjoyed from the first mm-hmm. movie. Uh, yeah, the story itself sucked, but I like seeing the characters come back. You know, um, but the original was fucking fantastic. That's one of my all time favorites. Uh, how could you not like the original Coming to America? Uh, if you don't, yes, it is in his face. <laughs> yes, this is in the face. In his face. In his face. He cheers when it's yeah. halftime. <laughs> yes, the world that's penis so, is clean, and, and of I course, mean, of course, sexual chocolate. Yeah, that, that like that's uh, you know we, th- we can we can thank uh, we can thank that for Mark Henry's gimmick. And that's right. That's right. All this other stuff. Uh, not nearly as funny as the color purple, but still. Uh, no, it's, right, I right mean, it, we all aspire to be as funny as the color purple. Absolutely, so. no, absolutely. Um, you know, one movie I was not a fan of, and that's right up here, Teen Wolf. I, I was a Michael J. Fox fan, 
Hmm. Didn't like the movie. I didn't like Teen Wolf at all. I don't know. Maybe just I don't like werewolf shit. Um, until until you saw Teen Wolf too, and then you were like, man, well, then I, I was really like, appreciate the, the nuances and greatness of Teen Wolf. It's goddamn classic compared to Teen Wolf too. But um, were you a Michael J. Fox fan? I mean, he was real hot after I, Family Ties. I I'm just gonna say no. Not not that I was not a fan, but like. I wasn't a fan. Let's put it that way. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I didn't necessarily seek out Michael J. Fox to to watch. Um, Doc but, Hollywood, dude. Doc Hollywood's a great movie. Yeah, Doc Hollywood's all right. Uh, Secret of My Success. Uh, there was there was a bu- really the Hard Way with James Woods. Yeah. Um, there there's like there's stuff he did, but uh, like really, I mean, if you're gonna talk, if you're gonna talk. Michael J. Fox. There's really only one. Obviously, this this is one of the greatest comedies of all time. Um, it is timeless, even though it's about time and it's very specifically set in times. Literally, but like when you, when you watch when you watch this, it's just as good and just as brilliant. Um, any of the any of the three movies are, are pretty good, um, but especially that first one. Like they they just. Oh, God, they haven't made a movie that good in a long time. And I was so scared, too. Like, every time it hits, like, a certain anniversary of years, like, I get afraid that someone's going to get the idea that they need to remake this. <laughs> it's like, so so now, so now he's actually living in 2015, and he's going to go back to 1985. Like, like no, no, don't do it, you know. No, but they never did it. So so I, I, I'm glad about that. But no, they, um, they knew it was... They knew it was time to quit. I mean, and I think even going to third one is a little bit too far. Especially like they filmed it like back to back. Like they had the trailer yeah. for the mm-hmm. third movie at the end of the second movie. It was like no one ever did that shit before back then. No, um, I enjoyed the first one a lot. I actually enjoyed the second one too. I thought mm-hmm. the the future jokes were funny. Like Cubs win mm-hmm. the World Series, <laughs> fucking, yeah. then they finally did. Like thirty five yeah. years later, but <laughs> it was funny till it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the third, I, maybe just because of the Western thing, and a lot, of the, a lot of the same gags were used, a lot of the same jokes, but you can't touch the first one, dude. Like, that's my dad's favorite movie. Like, he's, he could watch that over and over and over again. He would crank up his stereo system in the beginning when, when Marty would uh, go to Doc's house and fire up the guitar and with that big, giant fucking amplifier and the big, giant speaker, and he hit the chord and goes flying backwards. My dad fucking loved that shit. He'd crank up his stereo and just play that over and over and over again. The tape that we had was worn out in that spot. That's how many times he watched it. But, yeah, that he, he'll always be, be known for Back to the Future over anything else, I think. <laughs> Kids are like, what's a tape? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, my bad. Sorry. But, but yeah, um, it's, it's, it's great. It's, it's one of the best movies we're going to talk about today, and there's going to be some, some great movies. We barely even scratched the surface. We're just kind of like... You know, freewheeling it here, and we're already like <laughs> we're still in the quarters of an hour oh, in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I think um, yeah, I, I think I dude, I, I do believe though somebody wanted to do it. I think they wanted to remake it. Oh, I'm sure. And I think they just were stopped. But they, you know, as long as they keep getting stopped, that's all. Because uh, it's it's sacrilegious at this point. Now, how does that work? Um, like, whoever owns the IP, do they have to sign off on it? Can anybody like do they have to get permission from whoever like I don't know Columbia or whoever owns the copyright for it? To give the okay for yeah. a script, yeah, and that would be Sony at this point. Sony, Sony owns yeah. Columbia, I believe. Yeah. So, so it, it's it, there. There would be there would be a lot of that. So if they wanted to force it to happen, it could happen. But I, I think a lot of people I, I don't, shit on it. I think you. I think you would make just as much money if you re-released <laughs> the original back to theaters. Yeah, true, true. I think. And and I think that's true of a lot of these things. Like a lot of the remakes that you see, I feel like if you just 
you know, remastered them and touched them up and, and gave them a nice new visual presentation mm-hmm. of the same old movie, I think they would make just as much money as some shitty one would because it's just going to get people that are curious about it. Like, oh, uh, yep. you know, I don't know. We should go look at this. Yeah, so. Um, Put that know, shit in IMAX, so. dude. I'd go fucking see that again. Oh, yeah. You got to. And, and a, lot of, a lot of those, they, they have done. You know, yeah. like I remember seeing, uh, like I would saw Raiders of the Lost Ark in IMAX yep. or or some other ones. So it was just whenever they do that. So, um, but yeah, I think uh, I think the best bet is just leave that alone because it's perfect how it is, and anyone can from this generation. It's still going to appeal to anybody that just watches it right now. Yeah, um, because it's such a universal story, especially you know? when they remade Ghostbusters with the female cast. You don't talk about a fucking fantastic movie. Wow, that's the second time you walked out today. <laughs> that's sorry. A, that's I had the second time that happened to you today. Second, yeah. Collect myself. Um, well, <clears throat> since you brought it up, let's ignore that and let's talk about. <laughs> Love the. I saw the original in the theaters as a kid. Uh, both of them, actually. I saw both of them with my dad. Um, I did see. The, I did get to see the second one. Um, I wouldn't have been age appropriate for the first one. I wasn't either, but my dad took me to see it. Well. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think you've been all right. The beginning I, scared it was, me. Like the library scene fucking scared the shit out of me in the beginning. I'm not, I'm not going to lie about that. I wasn't ready for that. Well, one of the things that makes Ghostbusters great, and it's probably, this is probably like, if I had to nail down one comedy, like if you had to, if I had to pick one as the greatest of all time, not only my personal favorite, but actually the greatest, I might just have to go with Ghostbusters because... It does so many things well, more so than any other movie, uh, because, yes, it is very funny, and they've got very funny people in it. It's also amazing, like, this is on a whole other level, but, like, it's also amazing based on what this movie could have been. Right. Because, you know, at some point they had, like, you know, um, they did have John Belushi attached to this, and... You know, it was going to be some weird, like, time-traveling, you know, <laughs> thing. More more like that cartoon with the ape in it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. some, some shit like that. Yeah. Like, it was going to be more like that. And they, they had all these stupid ideas that when you hear them talk about it now, you're like, oh, my God, you dodged so many bullets. You're like Neo dodging these bullets. Like, how, <laughs> like to, to get something this good out of what, what you originally wanted accidentally um, is it, just... That's that's amazing right there. And think about it, like uh, CGI was wasn't even really a thing back then either. Like that was like cutting edge technology with the ghosts and shit like that and the effects that they had. Uh, which, a lot of it, a lot of it still looks good. Mm-hmm. I think the uh, I think the actual visual effects look pretty much like they look great. Yeah. The ghosts, um, the ghosts look great. Like the the proton pack lasers look great. Yep. The only thing that doesn't look good is the stop motion. Uh, like because of the high definition now because we have the blu-rays and 4ks and all this other stuff so like when you see the terror dogs like mm-hmm. they look yeah. it, it looks like it's from a different movie in there and it's it stands out against the real background but like True. when you but but when they have the close-ups of the dogs when they use puppets and 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 models and stuff like that like those things look frightening yeah. still so yeah. that that's to the point like as funny as this movie is 
when they try to show you something, it's actually scary. It's not just like more goofy humor. It's <laughs> like right. it's legitimately freaky looking stuff. Yeah. You know, Marshmallow Man aside, but like <laughs> the but like when you see like when you see those dogs, like when the scene when the scene when Dana's in the apartment and they like all the hands come out of the chair and grab her and then the door opens mm-hmm. and the the dog's standing. It's like that is scary shit, bro. Yes. It looks good. It looks good. And when when she's in the bed and her eyes roll up in the back of her head and she starts levitating and speaking different <laughs> languages, like yeah, dude, that shit. I mean, they did yep. comedy well. They did horror pretty well. They had they had drama. It was almost it was really a perfect movie the way it was the way it was booked. God mm-hmm. damn, I gotta stop talking about wrestling. Yep, uh, it was it was just, it was booked very well. Right, but and, and and like just from every level, like the music, yeah, the the score was great. The soundtrack, great. The uh, the editing of the film was great. Like it just. It, it, the film just moves along like you be, you know you you hardly realize like there's there's really no slow spots in it true um there may be slow spots when you're a kid like when you just want to see the next monster and you're fast forwarding yeah. you know to see to see your favorite parts and stuff like that but like as an adult when you're like really paying attention and taking in the story and the jokes and stuff and i don't know why <laughs> I, I don't know about that mm, it's just like no. She sleeps above her covers, yeah. four feet above her covers, um, but but uh, but um, yeah. So like so like all that all the elements of what you want in a movie are present in this. And on top of that, like the science they try to use, like mm-hmm. or or like it's 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 not real, but it's like based in a reality. Like they did research. So like when when when. Ray is talking about like the Tunguska blast of 1909 or something like that's a real thing you can look up. Yeah, you know what I mean they yep. they 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 took stuff from that they sourced that. So uh, you know, but what do you think of the second so, one though? Was was that a money grab? Oh uh, no, uh, well, in a way, isn't everything? But True. but dude, I love the second one. The only thing that hurts the second one is how great the first one is. Yeah, that's fair. If if. If a, th- there is so much funny shit in the second one that I quote to this day, I think it's super slept on, and and I think that people that people that don't like it, that they're just like, yeah, and it pales in comparison to the first one, of course. But if you just took this as like joke for joke, this would be like a a, a twelve round decision, you know? It's not going to be like a knockout. Um, I think, uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? You, you're giving us content, Sonic. Sonic said, sorry I brought up the color purple. Don't hate me forever. Of course not. Greatest Actually, comedy of all time. Yeah, it's the greatest comedy of all time. Le- legitimately, that is a great movie, too. Um, crazy that they got Steven Spielberg to do it. That would never happen today. But he, you know, I think he, I think even he knew the gravity of the situation <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. in, and that's why the movie's so good, right? Um, but, uh, but yeah, Ghostbusters 2, dude, like... It's it's only it only pales it's just like RoboCop. RoboCop's so great True. that when you see RoboCop two, you're like, eh, RoboCop two. But it's like it's kind of cool in its own right. It's no, just it not nearly as good as the first one, bro. Right. So, um, yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think Ghostbusters is gonna have to be my all timer. Uh, so we'll just get that one out of the way for now. <laughs> now bef- before you get the next one, are you excited for the other the new reboot? Not really, but I'm more excited <laughs> no, than no. I was for the last one. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> Thank God. That's fair. That, dude, that movie, oh, awful. Fucking awful. And this is not th- this is not one ounce of sexism talking. It's, no, just a bad movie. It, th- like, those ladies are all hilarious. Yeah. And 
That movie sucked. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. It was not their fault. They did the best they could. There was no reason for it to ever exist. Um, it just shouldn't. It just shouldn't have happened. They, 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 there was one joke at the very, very beginning of the movie that it, they threw it away. It's so, so like minute that I don't remember even exactly what it was. But it was something about like when they were doing the. I mean, you saw it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, something I mean, about. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> okay, so when they're when they're about to do the, you know, at the, it's like the cold open or whatever, and they're about to do the tour of that like house, that haunted house or whatever, and the guy makes some comment about the fence, like that spiked fence or whatever, being there to keep out the Irish or something like that. Like, <laughs> that's the funniest thing in the whole movie, and they throw it away right at the top. Yeah, um, it's all downhill from there. But yeah, um. What else do you have in your 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 bag of oh shit. tricks? Let, let, let me just let me just start grabbing. Okay, now here's one. Now when you when you were saying did did before I before I bring this up, does do you have any other films that fit in your category? Like you were saying, Monty Python's or cult classics that you don't agree with. Is there is there anything else on that list that that you care to you bring up right now? Uh Dumb and Dumber. Oh really, Dumb and Dumber? Yes. Um. Don't don't love it. Don't like it. Hate it. I, I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's just okay for me. It's not. I don't think it's like the fucking the genius movie that everybody tries to make it out to be. I think there's parts of it that are really really funny. Kind of like um, oh what's the oh god dude I fucking can't remember anything right now. Um, to the, I will help you. Give me some hints. <clears throat> Two models, uh, they have like they name their fucking poses and shit like that. Uh, male Zoolander? models, Zoolander. Parts of that are funny. Tyler Breeze, <laughs> Tyler Breeze. <laughs> Parts of that movie are funny, but I, it's not a fucking like all time classic for me. That that's kind of where where those two movies fall in for me. Yeah, I think they both have a lot of great stuff, but Dumb and Dumber came out at the height of Jim Carreyness. True, and. I think it really was a good showcase for, like, not necessarily, well, kind of him. I mean, Ace Ventura is the best showcase of just I love Ace unadulterated Jim Carrey. I love me, myself, right? and Irene. Like, he has had good comedies. Mm-hmm. Dumb and Dumber just not just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. I, I, I like Dumb and Dumber. I've seen it a lot. Um, but, a lot. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, but here's, so this, this next movie is, this is one where, like, I have loved it since day one. Okay. Like, day one. Um, and now it has such, like, a fan following that it makes me almost not want to like it as much because of the fans, but I can't think like that. <laughs> I have to remember, I was there first. Uh, I was the original hipster. I was liking things before they were cool, before everybody liked things before it was cool. That's because you're um, smart, though. You're smarter than the average bear. That's Yeah, that's right. Um, thank you, <laughs> boo-boo. Um, I... But yeah, so now they have like whole conventions based around this stuff. But you know, it's still to me, this is one of those movies where every time you watch it, you know, you hear that oh, people say that a lot. Every time you watch it, you find something new. Yeah, like there's always something you didn't catch before. This definitely holds up to repeated viewings. But what are your thoughts on the Big Lebowski? Loved it. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. I could. That's one of those where I can just sit back and chill and watch it and not care about anything else that's going on. Um, and that is a cult classic. I don't. I'm, don't think it was well received by critics either. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just there's so much smart humor in that movie. 
um, maybe some people don't get all of it. Uh, not everybody's intelligent as you and I. So. so it's not even a matter of not getting it. It's like you ca- like even if we get it, it takes us a while because we're <laughs> yeah. still recovering from the right. stuff we just saw. Like right. we we don't even have time to, you know, we're laughing at the first thing and there's something else going on. This the, the but there's so much like so much detail. Oh man, Sonic, you got to check it out, man, and then check it out 800 more times so that you can find all the jokes in it. <laughs> right. Because um, you're, you're uh, right, you do pick up on things when you watch it. You're like, oh fuck, I don't remember that. Because yeah, you have to. Really right. Pay which is which is true of any comedy. Like if you mm-hmm. watch it enough, uh, you'll laugh at all the stuff you find immediately funny. Right. Then you get tired of laughing at those things because you've seen them, and then you start looking at other stuff and you're like, ah, that's pretty funny too. Mm-hmm. You know, like you yeah. you work your way down like to the least funny <laughs> stuff, and then until you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like if you watch it enough, you can find it all. But but the the Big Lebowski is really smart. But it's not so smart that it's necessarily over anybody's heads. Like, they're not talking about stuff you don't understand. It's just, like, you don't see the detail they put in, like, the little jokes. Or, like, how how the dude will react to things that people tell him. <laughs> yeah. Like, when someone will say something in front of him. Like, dude, like when, uh, you know, when, uh, what's her name? Uh, when uh, Julianne Moore's character, whatever, she says, like, you know, a young trophy wife in the parlance of our times, you know, and then, like, later on, he tries to use parlance of our times in a sentence, but he does it wrong. Like, yeah. like you, you just, like, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah. Jeff Bridges is great, dude. Like, I would, I would hang out with him all day long. Like, and that's, that's kind of how he is in real life, too. He's just real laid back and chill. Um, yeah. It seems like it, right? Yeah. Very good movie. Um, Candace Spaceman guesses uh, here. Uh, I mean, I saw this a while ago, but I was just now waiting for a moment. He guesses that you hates Airheads and Wayne's World. I like Wayne's World. Don't like Airheads. Oh, you don't like Airheads? Oh, man. No. Oh, come on. No. There's some good, there's some good shit in it. Uh, but Wayne, Wayne's World. Yeah. <laughs> You're the Lone Rangers. There's three of you. You're not exactly lone. No? Nothing? Okay. <laughs> In fairness, it's it's been a while since I've seen that too. Uh, but I was uh, I was a big Wayne's World Mark. I liked him from Saturday Night Live. So I, when the movie came out, it was just a natural progression to watch the movie for me. Um, but yeah, uh, Airheads. I, I, I mean, I, Sandler to I, me, I don't know. Like Billy Madison, obviously, it's, it's funny. Happy Gilmore is my right. favorite movie that he's ever done. Um, mm-hmm. But even even he is, I don't know. A lot of stuff that he did was kind of the same character, but just different fucking storyline. Um, mm-hmm. he just always played like this wacky, goofy, you know, crazy dude. Same with, um, uh, what was the fucking football one? Waterboy? Waterboy, yeah. Yeah, it was good, but I mean. The last movie that Adam Sandler was good in. Yeah. Like, humor-wise. Yeah. I, I have a theory. And right around the time of, like, right, right around the, the turn of the millennium, like right around 99, 2000, when Big Daddy was coming out believe adam sandler got married and i'm pretty sure that his wife probably said uh i'm not going to be married to somebody that's doing a bunch of dumb shit on these on the screen so you can make rob schneider do all that stuff from now on and you just be the straight man right and that's basically what it's been ever yeah, since pretty much uh, if you really notice that was the end the water boy was the end of adam sandler being the weird character which is funny because that's where he made all his fucking money from so like why would you stop mm-hmm. that cash cow dude i wouldn't i would have divorced uh, her Rob, you know how wives get in the way of men having fun. That's fair. So yet I'm still here with you. Oh, yeah, she's not happy. But hey, whatever. <laughs> See, I told you. Oh, good. I told you that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what else so, you got? Who's the vet? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, he's a veterinarian. You wouldn't know who it is. Yeah. Um, 
Let's see. What else do we got? Uh, did you have anything else you want to bring up too? Because I've got a few things. But my wanna... favorite all-time comedy, and I don't even know if you've seen it. Um, and it's so stupid. Bet you I have. All right, maybe. Uh, see no evil, hear no evil. Gene Wilder Richard and, and Gene Wilder. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen it. I've probably seen it a hundred times. I don't know why that's my favorite movie. Maybe because I've seen it a hundred times. But and if you go back and look at the story, like the continuity sucks. There's plot holes everywhere. It's, but I don't know. I could just that's one of those movies where I can just put it on and just veg out. And I love those two together. They did other great movies together earlier mm-hmm. on. But I don't know why. I, maybe it's just because of. It was 89. That was my favorite year. No idea. But that's one of my favorite I movies remember, I remember even seeing the trailers for that movie yeah. at some point when I was a kid. Just being like, oh, this is cool. A cool idea. You know? Like, it, it's... Uh, Blind guy leading, yeah, like leading the deaf guy around. Like, like, who doesn't want to watch that? <laughs> exactly. That's so it, Those guys are so good. Um, there's a lot of great... We could do a show just on comedy teams. Yeah. Yeah, for like, sure. Not not even like established ones like the Marx Brothers, but just people that just somehow got paired up and and and, and just became that like you know the 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 Farley Spades or Farley Spade, or yeah. whatever the Wilder Priors or Tommy Boy. You know it's I mean? a fantastic like, movie. That's one, yeah, that's you said Tommy my, Boy. Yeah, it's one of my all time faves too. Yeah, I could probably quote Tommy Boy the whole thing <laughs> up and down. Same thing with Wayne's World too. Like I yeah. think I know the whole thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, no VHS. Well. Okay, well, Canada Spaceman, my VHS are packed up in a box somewhere like they should be. I, I'm sorry, I don't have I don't have all my VHS taste handy, but I specifically handpicked these ones just for guys like you, so I have visual aids. Uh, see, you can't even with some of these people. He's from, you know, Can- no, he's even from Canada. Even when you go Canada. out of their way, it's so so ungrateful. Blame, you know what I mean? Blame Canada. Blame Canada. Blame Canada. Um, oh, by the, so, I'm sorry. Before we move on, my second all-time favorite comedy, No Holds Barred. It's so What's that smell? Dookie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so fucking bad. It's got to be a comedy for me. Like, it's just so god awful. But that's one of those movies that I've seen like fucking 150 times, and I can still go did back. You go and see it in the theater. I did. I saw it three times yeah. in the theater as a kid. I was yeah. a big Hulk Hogan mark, so yeah, I loved it yeah. when it came out. Um, <laughs> just, just, just always think like, whenever the WWE has this, this inflated sense of and the sense of themselves as an entertainment company just that's what you think a movie is yep vince mcmahon that's exactly what you thought a movie was that's right you you made that and he continues uh, st- to- st- still better than the marine but i mean regardless yeah. i just sh- should not uh, and i and i have that it's it's over on the shelf but i didn't grab it because uh it's you know i didn't think about it in those terms um, <laughs> I mean, it's so bad it's funny that's i love right, that movie exactly um well, let me let me get this out of the way because it's uh this is this is always a popular uh, on, on a, a popular list and I, I and like I love it because it's great not necessarily because you know it's one of my all time favorites or anything but it's just it's just really good and I do respect it and I had to own a copy um, but uh, that's Princess Bride um, another one of those universal timeless appeals for all ages and there's a reason why it's it's on everybody's list you know when they talk about great comedies uh your thoughts fun fact i have never watched it holy shit you never seen it let me guess 
it's because you saw that the title was called The Princess Bride, and you're like, that's for girls. <laughs> no, I, I saw parts of it. Like, if it comes on TNT or whatever, I'll, I'll you know watch it for a few minutes. But I've never sat through and watched the entire movie from beginning to end. My wife has Good. a million times. I haven't. I, don't, I can't tell you why. Um, maybe at this point, it's just out of habit. I just didn't want to watch it. But um, yeah. I will take your advice. If you really, oh, if you really like it that it's much, good. I'll go back and, and watch well, it. Well, it's one of those ones that's like, okay, look, maybe not for your own personal enjoyment, like this is going to be your favorite movie ever, but you have to be able to say that you've seen it. True. Like, yeah. how can anybody take what you say seriously if you haven't seen The Princess Bride kind of thing, right? Like, what do you know? Apparently, I know more, nothing. More like that. Yeah. And, and Spaceman's right. Andre the Giant is very funny in it. He's, it's Andre the Giant, you know? Fair. Um, and I, I am a Carrie. I am a Carrie Elway's fan too. So I mean, right? He well, he's all over it. Um, yeah. And there's there's little little cameos in there. I mean, it's, I'll watch it's it. Good, I watch it. Good I'll, shit. I'll report good back sh- to you. And your wife will be so happy that you want to watch it. She will. Just think about that. Yeah. You could make a. It's, so speaking of that, on that note, I'll go into this little side tangent that I prepared. Okay. Uh, for all you guys out there, um, let's say you want to watch a movie with a lady maybe it's a lady you've been married to for years maybe it's a lady you just met and you want to netflix and chill whatever but you're gonna have to watch one of those chick flicks and there are some out there for the guys for the fellas that Mm -hmm. women love but that you will also find enjoyable and so i i know i'm probably leaving some off but i made a short list okay um just to help just help the people out so you're still prepared um number one uh down with love have you seen this no okay now this is a little more specific uh so i wouldn't necessarily pull this one out like it's an ace but it's it's a it's got ewan mcgregor and renee zellweger and it's sort of set in like the i think it's like the 40s or 50s it's set around that time of like the spencer tracy katherine hepburn type and it's like a movie that's like that but like a parody of that gotcha so where everybody talks that certain way and they there's like you know it's 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 one of those screwball comedies like a throwback screwball comedy type but in modern like made with modern you know technology and budget but in the style of an old movie and in color and uh pretty 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 funny okay um another one the mexican have you seen that am i going to get canceled for saying that can you even say that i don't even know if you can say the title of this movie anymore the mexican i mean mexican still ex- i love mexican food so I mean, yeah sure oh all right well you're, you're clear it's not like you call uh, it like it's not called the pool boy or the, the fruit picker so i mean yeah I, I can't remember what it was i think it was i think it was a joke on 30 rock or something where, where it's like like what do you call somebody from from mexico they're like mexican they're like i don't think that's right (laughs) uh but no i have not seen it but yes uh, so you're not seeing the mexican i have not with but you know what it is you know which movie i'm referring to it's with brad pitt and julia roberts where um he's supposed like brad pitt is like a a hapless courier for some criminal and he's supposed to deliver uh the the mexican refers to um like a pistol like an old like flintlock pistol or something that he's supposed to (laughs) no that's a different one um um i think he's thinking of uh get the gringo gringo. um but uh which uh, you probably can't say that but yeah yeah i can't say that no you can say that it's about white people you can definitely say um fair so so 
yeah. So he, but but the, this whole thing is just like it's like one of those. And Julia Roberts is like his girlfriend that gets dragged into it. That has no, no idea what he does, but she's constantly like browbeating him the entire time. It's a little long, and it it's like the editing is poor because they like if you see some of the deleted scenes, there's stuff that they really should have left in because it makes things make sense that doesn't make sense in the movie without it. But but uh, it's it's James Gandolfini again appears in this film. Um, and so it's, uh, it's, it's cool. Check it out if you haven't seen that. Or if you need, you know, it's like, hey, have you ever seen this movie, honey? You know, that type of thing. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't agree with Canada Spaceman. Brad Pitt does not suck. Brad Pitt is awesome. He is awesome. Uh, he is a pretty boy. Yeah. But he's yeah. awesome. Um, another one for the ladies. Just, this is a, a nice, breezy, gentle, con- I think it's rated G for God's sake. Uh, but but it's it's one fine day um with the great george clooney and michelle pfeiffer um i'm not gonna bother with a plot synopsis but just know <laughs> that this is this is definitely a crowd pleaser uh so you're, you're the, the the lady will be will be quite happy that she watched this with you and that you picked it out you'll be a hero anything with clooney um, doesn't even fucking matter what it is just yeah my wife guy's so okay great yes so great oh which that's a perfect transition before I wrap up this uh, the 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 rom com list the uh, obscure you know, rom com list that I've never heard. Yes, of. <laughs> you want to talk about obscure? What you know about this right here? Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Never seen it. Well, guess who's in it? Uh, George Clooney. Oh, okay. George Clooney. I had no idea. With a full perm. Oh, back. Oh, shit. Like. Facts of life days. Like, Facts of lifetimes. Okay. I got yes, you. I got you. This was a this was an early role. I'm not gonna say it's his first role, but it's an early role, and he always likes to bring it up whenever he gets a chance. He is not ashamed <laughs> of it, and that's one of the reasons that George Clooney is one of the greatest men alive. Um, and he bangs Stacey Keebler. And he bangs Stacey Keebler. Yes, I mean, I got, many times. Yeah, I mean, he gets and, my and vote for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so get, awesome. Get out of here. Yeah. And then got married to somebody else like the next chick. So, <laughs> so fucked up. But anyways, uh, still. Happened um, to Nikki Bella, too. So, you know. It does happen. Uh, Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Now, I don't know if, you've seen, if you're familiar with the Tomatoes franchise. I'm sure you've heard of it, of course. Mm-hmm. Heard it. Yeah. Um, have you seen Attack of the Killer Tomatoes or any of these sequels? I have not seen them at all. All right. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes has a reputation as being one of the worst movies ever made. Okay. I I think that the person that thinks that's the worst movie ever made lives a blessed life because I've seen some shit that you would uh, to quote the Ghostbusters I've seen some shit that'll turn you white, um, <laughs> but uh, it's not great in terms of budget, but it's very great in terms of humor. Like it's 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 at least on par with all that sort of Saturday Night Live era stuff from the late seventies early eighties. It's okay. that kind of that kind of humor. So it's nothing um, like Toxic Avenger type, like movie or anything like that. Or? It kind of is. Okay, kind of like right, that. Right. You like you like that? Are you yeah. are you a Troma Films fan? Depends on mood I'm in. Okay, the original Toxic Avenger is that's one of my favorites. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily consider it a comedy, even though it is. I wouldn't have thought of it. But I mean, let's face it, dude. We're talking about so many movies, and we're going to leave so many movies off oh, the table. Absolutely. Like, how do we, yeah. how do we even think about? doing a topic like this but but like i I was the whole the the whole thing i was dreading was forgetting stuff like oh what if i forget this awesome movie right so yeah toxic avenger is pretty good too um but it's 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 on that sort of 
it's on that sort of level right but return of the killer tomatoes is definitely like it's a corny movie um but i think more of the jokes land than they don't if okay. you're in the right frame of mind um and there's definitely some worse ones uh you know that we do like so well i mentioned corny um, movies in the beginning of the show like airplane and naked gun and and stuff like that like are you cool with parody movies and like that these are okay so this is what this is like almost one of those okay the, the tomato movies are basically they're kind of like that the stuff that's like absurd to the point of being impossible you know obviously a killer tomatoes are impossible but <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. like th they do a lot of that spoof sort of humor so airplane naked gun i do like those um i think naked gun's pretty funny uh, I watched it somewhat recently, and it didn't hold up as well as I wished it did. But mm, it's always, okay. but 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 that's me looking at like, what if someone had never seen this and is watching it today? They're probably not going to think it's that funny. For me, it's perfectly, it's perfectly funny. I thought OJ killed uh, it. Yeah, heroin. <laughs> <laughs> OJ killed it. Uh, you, you're the best comedy movie, Rob. You're the best comedy. Movie. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I thought I'd yeah, pop you that whole, uh, that whole, uh, yeah, <laughs> heroin, Frank, heroin. <laughs> well, that's a tall order, buddy. I'll have to see what I can do. All right. So the final, the final, ultimate, final boss chick flick movie. If you ever need, if you ever need to just uh, to watch a movie that that guys will love for their own specific reasons and women will love for their own specific reasons, it's the perfect marriage of both both audiences. Is Jerry Maguire? Okay, um, that's the one movie on your list I have seen. Plenty of time. What'd you think? Great movie, Fantastic right? Fantastic movie, yeah. Just, just, just excellent movie. Um, let's see. Um, what else do we have here? How about like uh, newer, you know, comedies like Horrible Bosses, Wedding Crashers? <laughs> newer Wedding Crashers is already like twenty years, 20 years old. old. All right, maybe I'm fucking dating myself, but but it, but it does seem newer than some of these other ones, right? It does. Horrible Bosses is not that funny to me, but Jennifer Aniston is extremely hot in it, so <sighs> there's that. Christ, yes. Um, no, hold on. Like the whole car scene with like talking to the the fucking uh, Gary. His name is fucking. I forgot what he said. Um, right. That's that's funny shit. Like, what's your name? And he told him he's like, Nah, I'm just gonna fucking call you Gary. Like, that name's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> like, I, I yeah. like humor. Like Jason Sudeikis is funny to me. I, I kind of mm -hmm. like his humor. Um, and Charlie's fucking funny. Charlie Day is fantastic. I don't know if you're a Sunny fan, but. I'm not no, I'm not gonna say I'm not a fan. I just haven't watched it. Okay. Um right. what I've seen is not enough to really twist my arm to watch it. Fair enough. And and Charlie Day is like he's just like to me he just yells things in his <laughs> in his high pitched voice and like that's supposed to be the the funny part. Okay. Um but you know, that's all right. Everybody can't be a comedic genius. There's and and he is he is from a later era of comedy, which as we all know sucks. That like is, as we were trying true. to think of things from two thousand one <laughs> on that were cool, uh, it just doesn't really happen. So fair, no, that's fair. Right, right, right. When everything starts going down the toilet, um, let's move into okay. Here's a little bit of a couple of animated classics because I don't think we have we mentioned any cartoon films so not yet. Nope. All right. Now here's one. It's a little out of left field. But uh, I think it's definitely can be considered a comedy, um, and it's one of the uh, I think it's more underrated uh, Disney films, and that's going to be this right here, Robin Hood. Mm, yes. um, simply for the character of Prince John alone, <laughs> anybody should watch this movie. That is top top level comedic voice acting. Um, Prince John, Robin Hood, Disney's Robin Hood. 
It is very good. And I didn't even think okay. of it as a comedy, but now that you mentioned it, yes. Uh, that fits. Yeah. I thought you were going to pull out Shrek on us. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I mean, that's... Who do you think I am? Shrek. Shrek wouldn't even make my top thousand Are you ribbing comedies. me? Are you ribbing me? No. Come on, do you have it in your, your pile there, don't you? No. Really? You don't? Not at all? Wait. Oh, there it is. I'm sorry. It was it was under something good. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Well no, I'm, no. Well Shrek, Shrek is fine. Um, it's 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 fine. Uh, I've only seen I think the first one. I didn't see the other seven. You really don't need to see the other ones. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, that's kind of the that's kind of what I thought, right? <laughs> pretty much. Um, pretty much. Yeah. But the I mean the first one was cool. I'm not sure if that one would hold up well. I didn't. I wasn't particularly blown away back then. Um, but I made a fuck ton of money uh, though. What? They made a fuck ton of money, though. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. Well, by that logic, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. McDonald's is the best restaurant on earth. WWE's best so, wrestling company. Yeah. yeah 100%. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but like, well, well, Shrek is just the third time that Mike Myers is using his Scottish characters for, for uh, you know, monetary gain, right? I'm like, glad you mentioned so that. So I married an axe murderer. Yeah. Pl- not counting Saturday Night Live all the times right, he did it. Right. Um, so I married an axe murderer. He played, you know, he played yep. his own father. Then you go to Austin Powers and he plays Fat Bastard. Then you got Shrek and he's doing the same thing. Which Shrek was originally supposed to be Chris Farley, I understand. And oh. he actually recorded a lot of lines for it. And then he died, right? Yeah, and then he and then he died. So way to fuck it up, Chris. Yeah, thanks a lot, pal. Um, rather than, yeah, but rather than keep you know, rather than kind of like try to piece the movie together with what they had, they just decided to go in a whole different, they just told Mike Myers, Hey, come in and do fat bastards. So <laughs> he did. And the rest is history. Yeah. And all these billions of dollars later. Um, did you like no, awesome, I don't, awesome powers? Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, uh, the original awesome powers. Yes. Um, gold members funny. I like, no, I think they're all funny, but what you'll notice is the first awesome powers had no, they were just making what they wanted to make a James Bond parody, mm-hmm. and it was very funny, and it was it was fresh and different from what was going on at that time, ninety seven. Well, once it became like a cult hit, like on video, because it made a lot more money on video with rentals and stuff back when those were a thing. Um, by the time the Spy Who Shagged Me came out, they were self aware, so it was more like <laughs> yeah. they were winking at you, like, "Huh, True. you guys know this is funny, right? This is funny." And then the third one was even more ridiculous. It like was. they threw. They just kept throwing stuff at the wall, and a lot of it wasn't sticking, but so much was thrown at the wall that it was funny enough that we liked it, right? Yes. yes. But if you go back and look at that first one, I think a lot more of those jokes land the true. first time. Very true. You know, um, and by by the third one, there's just like you're just you're just inundated with jokes, and you're just like, okay, okay, it's funny, it's funny. It's Starbucks Tower. I mean, that's fucking that's hilarious. <laughs> Hard Knock Life. I mean, there's yeah. there's pure gold. <laughs> I mean, there's, I some, had to, there's some gems I had to there. pop a cop because he wasn't giving me my props in Oaktown. <laughs> no, I heard that yeah. somewhere. Yeah. So, I mean, there are there are some gems in there, but I do I do agree that the first one was kind of under the radar, and then everyone's like, oh, you got to watch. It's like, I mean, kind of like uh, Napoleon Dynamite, only they didn't make any more. Right. Napoleon yeah, Dynamite yeah. is one of those movies where like, oh, this is fucking dumb. But you go back and watch it, and you're going to quote some lines from it. You're going to find some mm-hmm. stuff, like you said, that you didn't see the first couple times. To me, that's one that's that's I wouldn't say under the radar because a lot of people do like it. Uh, I don't know how well received it was by the critics, uh, but it's fucking it's it's dumb, but it's funny. 
Yeah, Napoleon Dynamite is one of those ones where you're like, I, I, I get it. It's I like do an art, get it. Art house comedy, you know what I mean? Like it's right. Yeah. Which you know, speaking of that, um, I don't know if I have it here, but like Wes Anderson is kind of in that similar uh, thing with, um, you know, like I would have had, I would have, I would have had to hold up the Royal Tenenbaums. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, but you could go with any of a Rushmore, um, Bottle Rocket was actually that's actually probably his most normal movie, yeah. like of all the of all the artsy movies that he does. Yes, Rushmore um, was good though. I like Rushmore. Rushmore is really good, uh, but I, I it still has enough of his weirdness in it that I think <laughs> it, it's it's like a little slightly less accessible than Bottle Rocket. But um, but yeah, like I really liked like the first like the first set of his films like his movies are all pretty good um but i really like the first four like with the life aquatic i think that was one of the ones yep. with with uh bill Murray. like and he just adds people to his cast it's it's like a snowball like he just keeps picking up people and then they just show up and everything i love that movie by the way yeah that's uh th- those are all great so if you haven't seen bottle rocket rushmore royal tenenbaums life aquatic and th- those are like four movies that are completely different yet very similar tonally. Yeah. But but they, but the the subject matter is like completely different. Um, kind of like Fantastic Woody Mr. Al- Fox is good too. Yeah. Talk about animated movies. Like Woody Allen has that same kind of style too with his movies. Right. How how are you on Woody Allen? Are you a nah, no? Sometimes take sometimes. or leave it. Take, yeah, depends. Depends on mood I'm in. Take the money and run or leave it. <laughs> I see what you yeah. did there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Woody Allen's good, but I, I don't, I don't ever, I don't think I ever find myself saying, you know what, it's time for a Woody Allen film. I yeah, guess. I mean, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it, but if it something came on TBS or whatever, I might sit down and and give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. right. It's a specific okay. type of humor. So, yeah, exactly. Um, so, one more animated film. Well, not it doesn't have to be the last one. It's just the, the last one I wanted to bring up. Um, but especially in light of the recent passing of uh, Ed Asner. Um, how are you on this one? Love it. It's yeah, it's one of the greatest movies of all time. It is, it really um, is. And this came out in two thousand nine, I believe. Wow, has it been that and long? Yes. Oh shit. Um, I think. I <laughs> here, think. Harry, I'm saying, hey, how do you like that new Wedding Crashers movie from two thousand? Uh, yeah. Those kids, those, those kids, <laughs> Owen Wilson and and Vince Vaughn. Oh, yeah, they got potential. Oh shit! I got. I almost would have forgot about that if I didn't say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> everyone loves. Everyone loves. Uh, I'll get back to up in a second. Everyone loves. What's the movie? Uh, Swingers. Yes. Right. Yes. Like that. That launched a. You know those guys' careers, and yep. and they've both gone on to huge things in their own um, respective ways. Whether it's John Favreau more so behind the camera. Oh, he's a fantastic and, director. Like right, yeah. And and God Vince damn. Vaughn in front of the camera. So yeah, a wedding crash. Um, but uh, but the movie I think that is just as funny, if not funnier than that. That's basically the same kind of movie. If you like Swingers, is made. Have yes. you seen Made? I have seen Made. Yeah, that is fantastic. P Diddy's in that. <laughs> Great. Um, super, check check Made out if you're a Swingers fan. I love Vince um, Vaughn. Like the breakup is one of my all time favorite movies with Jennifer Aniston. Really, yeah. all timer. The breakup made it all timer. Oh, dude, there's so many. There's so much funny shit, dude. Like the fucking yeah. singing acapella and shit. <laughs> <It's> fucking. <laughs> 
<laughs> Come on, dude. That's that's funny. I, I I think Vince Vaughn has the ability to elevate material. Agreed. Um, but unfortunately, some material can only be elevated so far. I'm not saying that as a knock on the on on that movie specifically as much as like a lot of the movies he has done that aren't involved with John Favreau. <laughs> like we all we know that Vince yeah. Vaughn has been in some 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 bombs. Yes. Um, yes, he has. But yeah, um, I remember thinking when Up came out. I think it came out. If if I'm right, it came out in 2009. It uh, it was like the same year as The Hangover, the original mm-hmm. Hangover. And I thought Up was a lot funnier than The Hangover, to be honest. Like, joke-wise, even. Mm-hmm. I agree. Forget about just the quality of the story and, and the writing and stuff like that. I just thought the, the like, it, it was funny. It was just funnier, straight-up funnier. Um, and even though it did get its due and people do love it, like, as a comedy, I think it's underrated, like, just how funny it is, especially because they tear your heart out right in the first uh, scenes yes, they do. of the movie, and then they spend the whole movie, like, cheering you back up. Well, I mean, that's a Disney, so, that's a Disney staple, a staple. That's, I mean, that's what they've done mm-hmm. since Bambi and, and, you know, shit like that, so, yeah. Right. Yeah, so, definitely, that's going to be up there on an all-time comedy list. Um, how about some... Uh, some like uh, some genre comedies now. Like we we could mix, um, you know, comedy with other things. Apparently, Hold on. We skipped all of them. Before that we, that yeah, can't yeah, even be possible. Say, be- before we get into that, come on, Will Ferrell, really, Sonic? Yeah. You had to at least have seen one just to know you want to skip the rest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do you not love Ricky Bobby? Come on, yeah, Talladega Nights is one, one of the best movies ever. That's great. Like, I Step- mean, I can understand Will Ferrell fatigue at this point. Yeah, Step Brothers was there- great too. Yeah, there was a there was a time there where you know he everybody wasn't sick of him yet. True. So true. And he and he's done he's done a lot of funny stuff too. Um, but but I think Will Ferrell's comedy generally comes from you know how I was saying how like Charlie Day just shrieks all the time, and <laughs> yeah. Will Fer Will Ferrell's comedy comes from saying a normal phrase but like yelling it and enunciating it like that's his entire comedy style. It's like I drive a Dodge Stratus. Like, okay, that, you know, it's funny because yeah. he yelled it, but yeah. the sentence I drive a Dodge Stratus is not necessarily <laughs> funny, right? In and of itself. So, he was great in Elf, um, though. I have to watch Elf every year. Elf is good. Um, someone made a someone made a comment earlier in the next level review that made me want to, like, it was like an Elf reference. Okay. It wasn't you, was it? Uh, probably not, but he's an angry troll, is one of my favorite lines that I use all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what it was. It was uh it was uh who came um John Enright came in the chat and said, That's the vet. I know him. I know him. I know him. That's what it was. <laughs> um let's see. Uh so like maybe some sports comedies. Okay. Do you have any particular favorite sports comedies? Oh, we already covered uh, that you can always part. go back to. So, uh Rocky was another good one. Uh Rocky Rocky with you. Uh sports comedies. Talladega Nights was one of them. Um, I guess that's a sport. Slapshot was good. I mean, that's usually everyone's go-to. Um, I like Slapshot. Brewster's Millions was good for me. Rookie of the Year. Um, I'm Rookie sure. of the Year? Yeah, you didn't like that? I don't know about a... I don't, I don't it's know. a comedy, it doesn't, right? it doesn't come to my doesn't come to my mind when I think of... That's the one where... 
The kid the broke kid his arm. had an arm surgery and got yeah. some kind of weird super fusion pitching arm. Yeah. Like pitch 100, for the Cubs. 100 miles an hour. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love that? Um, I don't know. <laughs> oh, um, Sandlot. Sandlot. I mean, it's not really sport sports, but it's got baseball. It's, in kind it. of, it's kind of based around a sport, right? Yeah. Um, Spaceman has one. Uh, the Bad News Bears, the original. Yes. Uh, the original. I'm not going to go for all of them, but uh, the original was an excellent film. Original is very good, yes. Um, he seems to like the goon uh, in the sequel. I thought they were okay. They're okay. They're not, you know. Mm. But he's Canadian, so that's it's fair. hockey. He's got no, to. That's... <laughs> he's got to. He's got to love it. He, it's if, 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 if he doesn't love it, he's, you know, going to have to speak to the authorities. That's true. Have a frank conversation in a small cell. Um <laughs> Uh, one here's one I like that's a little bit le- necessary roughness. You remember that one? Yep, I do remember that one. And then you remember when they shittily remade it into the replacements <laughs> with Keanu Reeves? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, but the the original is the best. The original um, is good. Uh, the yeah, longest yard, both of them I actually like. Is the first one a comedy? I guess it is. Ish. Or, yeah. Or is it? Eh, kinda. But it isn't though. I'm not going to put it in a comedy. Okay, list. that's fine. Well, the second, the second one, one the second obviously one is. Was, yes. Second one obviously is. Um, the weird extra racist Steve Austin in that one. <laughs> that's right. Did you like that? One? Uh, so. Oh, uh, Major yeah. League. Major League has to be on your list, right? Oh yeah, no, I didn't put it on there, but yeah, it's it's that's a classic on there too. I didn't I didn't write a bunch. I was like, this is that thing where it's like I'm going to forget. I'm going to forget. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, people love Major League. I think Major League's pretty good. Um, trying to think, what else was there? Bull Durham is eh, kind of ish. Not one of my favorites, but it's a good movie. Yeah, that's one of the movies where you could really see that Kevin Costner is a bad actor. Yeah, like he's fair. just really bad. Like he's a, definitely a famous and popular actor, but he is. not that good. Um, well, he's good, in JFK. Yeah, if he could sit through four hours of a movie, but yeah. I think if you write around Kevin Costner, he can be good. <laughs> but he's like, he's one of those guys who are like, oh, man, I love Kevin Costner. Like, he's always got like a cool character. Now he's like the, you know, the, yeah. the mentor kind of character or whatever. Like, yeah, I mean, I like him in the, you know, the, the he's not in Marvel. He's in DC, right? Or was he in Marvel? No. He was in Superman, right? The re- yes. The reboot. Yes. He, he played uh, Pa Kent. <laughs> yes. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the dumbass that walked into a tornado for a dog. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love that my movie dog. Was stupid. I love my dog. That movie was stupid. I would, I would do it. Um, Sonic says white man can't jump. See, that's another. Oh. I never would have remembered that. It's such a great movie, but fucking I would have forgot it. Love that movie. I used to be able to quote that fucking movie. Oh, so oh Billy yes. Hoyle. Good job, Sonic. So Thank you, Sonic. The mustard's off the hot um, dog. You big corn-fed mule. <laughs> <laughs> Love that movie. Let me just get. Let me just let me scroll back up and see what else Sonic has said. Right. (laughs) Uh, South Park, the movie. Yes. Uh, Definitely. Um, I remember that. That was like. I remember that was a thing where I went to the theater with a group of friends, and we were theater hopping. Yeah. And we got into that one, and then uh, my girlfriend at the time um, had to go to the bathroom or something. So she went back out, and then they tried to cart her, you know, when she went <laughs> went to go sit back down. So she had to leave, and like they came and they came and told me, and I was just like, "Bye, <laughs> dude. This was opening night, bro. This right. place is packed. I ain't leaving." Uh, 
So that was a good movie. That's why I said yeah, Blame Canada one. earlier. Um, <laughs> um, I, th- I, th- well, Wild- I know. I know. Wildcats. Canada. Sorry. Canada Spaceman asked earlier about some of the, some of the, uh, well, let's just say, the urban comedies. Um, oh, I don't get canceled, uh, you know. yes. Um, so, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then he 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 like um, like he was asking about he fear of a black hat, but we can't talk about fear of a black hat without talking about this is Spinal Tap. True. So, true, true, true. how about this is Spinal Tap, Rob? What, what, what about that? Uh, I've grown to like it as I've gotten older. Uh, I appreciate it more now than I did, you know, 20 years ago. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. I could, that's a movie I could watch again. Yes. It's, um, it, kind of, it kind of invented an entire genre of television that everybody likes. The sort of, yeah. it's, it's like we wouldn't have had The Office or, yeah. you know, any of those type of shows without it. I love The Office. Um, yeah, just... That that kind of stuff. Um, Sonic had but, mentioned uh, earlier. Uh, I'm going to get you, sucker. Were you a fan yes, of, uh, I, I, of the black comedies? I was, I was going. I was going. To, hey, black comedy means something else. That's where it's not supposed to be funny, but it is. <laughs> right. uh, I say urban comedies to make the distinction uh-huh, and to not yeah. get canceled. Yeah, um, nobody listens. The, to that. Uh, yes, I'm going to get you, sucker. Love it. Uh, Don't be a menace. Love it. Yep. Um, it, they kind of stopped being funny after that, like the Wayans brothers did. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I know they're all funny men. Oh, no, they for are. For whatever reason, yeah, I, I, the material I, I, doesn't always, you know, but maybe it's the pressure to create that's just not possible. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I know I know. when I when I sit in the theaters and see Scary Movie 2 and then the credits are on, and, like, I see that there's, like, six names in the writer's list, that's never a good sign, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just too many cooks in the kitchen sometimes. That's true. But, yeah, um... But yeah, Fear of a Black Hat is a very funny version of Spinal Tap, the rap version. Yep. You know, so if you've seen that, then you know what I'm talking about. If you it. haven't, go check that out if I you have. like Spinal Tap or that kind of parody humor. Yep. Um, let's see. What else? Um, mm, mm, see. <laughs> blank, man. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say that's an all-time classic, but it, I, do, I do quote stuff from it. Mm-hmm. So I, I, can't yeah. completely, I can't completely leave it out. Uh, let's see. What else do I have on my list here? Um, I, I think I should, I'll just throw in like right in the middle here. I'll just throw in some of my personal movies that people like that I'm not really a fan of. Okay. Um, and one of those is up on the wall there and that is Caddyshack. I do not think it's as funny as people seem to think it is. I agree. I agree. And, and why do they think it's so damn funny? I don't know. Maybe because of who's in it. I mean, the star power they have. But yeah, I yeah. don't. I don't get it. Should be the funniest movie ever, but should be. But yeah, apparent, I agree. Apparently not. Nope. And uh, uh, I haven't seen all of them because one was enough, and I stopped. But Police Academy. Oh, the first one's great. Great. Yes, I love the first one. I do. And the second one. This okay. Last time when? <laughs> Thirty years ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So head tits in the fucking first five minutes. That's probably why I liked it so much. Uh, all right. Uh, hell, so did everything from the eighties. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And it could be PG. That's Matter fair. of fact, you one of those up there. Just one of the guys. That's yes. a yes. That that's a. I think that's a PG movie, and it you know. Yep. That that's a good movie too. By the way, <laughs> actually, I always like that. Actually, one. it is a good movie. Uh, uh, regardless, of it's the, okay, everyone. 
He's got tits. <laughs> um, so but, I mean, so you, you didn't like Police Academy at all, like at all. Nobody, mm. nothing. You didn't like the uh, who was the old guy that played in that? He played the commandant or whatever. I, I thought he was funny. I don't know, but I think the movie has gained a following over time because of sheer persistence. True. That's like, true. They just kept making them. So it's it's sort of like stood the test of time in people's minds like it's become iconic. Like I remember the characters, you know, but like Tackleberry and you know what I mean like you you Tackle, know those because yeah, it just the shit true. just never went away. Yeah. Um but I well, don't I mean, Steve, really think the first one is very good. Steve Gutenberg was one of those guys that just kind of made a shit ton of movies like during like a two or three year period. Uh, and then you never really heard from him again. So, um, now, like, now three men and a baby, which also on the wall. Now that that is three men and a baby is great. Yes, um, I agree. But in spite of Steve Gutenberg, uh, no, just kidding. Uh, Sonic says Howard the Duck is overrated. I don't think anybody's ever called Howard the Duck overrated. No, I don't know who. I don't know who Sonic has been talking to. I think I thought everybody universally hated that film. Uh, am I wrong? I, I, maybe I am. I don't know. But. I kind of liked it. I mean, I liked it as a kid. I wouldn't go back and watch right, it. Right, right. But I mean, you know, I enjoyed but it. But you have to you have to recognize now when you watch it that it is complete trash. Oh, absolutely. No, yeah, no, absolutely. There's no way around it. <laughs> Except for the, like, it had cool visual effects at the time, but what do yeah. you expect from a George Lucas project? You think he's going to let your his movie have shitty special effects? True. So, no, that's true. So, so, like, the Dark Overlord cool scorpion monster thing was really cool at the end, but... And uh, um, what's his name? Jeffrey. Um, God, what is his name that's in all those movies? <laughs> Fuck, I forget. Um, but yeah, he, he's always like good in those weird, creepy roles. But was he but the yeah, same guy? He was in uh, Ferris Bueller, right? That's the same dude? Yes. Okay, yeah, I don't remember his last name, but yeah, I know who you're Jeffrey, talking about. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey. Someone knows. The chat, chat, what's his name? Jeffrey something. Um, I know it. I just forgot it. Sure, it's, it's hard when it's hard when you know so much because right. you, you can't remember it all at once, right? right? Like it just it bottlenecks. Yeah, you got dumps um, memory out sometimes. Uh, Short Circuit, Kansas Spaceman just brought up. That's a decent movie. Short Circuit's decent. Short Circuit Two is also decent yeah. in a different way. Yeah. In that way that <laughs> sequels sequels are just more like comfort food than a real gourmet meal. Pretty much. Um, That's fair. Uh, oh. Who framed oh. Roger Rabbit? I've, that's one of the Oof. cartoons we didn't bring up earlier. Ooh, yeah, because it's not really a cartoon, right? It kind of is. Like, kind of is, but like, it's you got think cartoons it's, in it. You think it's a kids' movie, and you, you bring your kids to see it, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Whoops. E, yeah. yeah. My dad did. <laughs> my dad took me to see it. Um, but it's PG. I, how could he know? That's true. But I loved it. I loved it as a kid. It was good. It's still a good it, movie. No, it's great. It's great. How like you, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is one of those. You do not appreciate the magnitude of what you're seeing when you saw it. Right. Because you saw, like, Disney and Warner Brothers on screen for the first time together ever. And you would not see that ever again. That's right. You won't see it ever again. Yep. Probably. Um, it, it's, well, unless Disney buys them out. <laughs> yeah. It, it, and it's it's going to be tough. They don't, they don't... I don't think they want to get bought out at this point. So, <laughs> um, it's like... But that but that movie was so monumental in its in its term and like they'd done they'd done the mix of you know live action and art cartoons before like you know Mary Poppins whatever yep. but but this was like on a whole other level there was like so many like 
so many frames of animation drawn by hand and redrawn and everything just to make this to make this shit this way it's a it's a visual masterpiece it's funny like to our point about talking about comedies it's very funny um just this like i i can't say enough good things about it christopher lloyd in that movie is absolutely phenomenal he's perfect for that role i just uh yeah that's that's such a great great film um who frame roger rabbit yeah it's it's one of those ones that's like you you appreciate that more as you get older but mm-hmm. even as a kid you just like it for the different reasons you yep. just like it because you're seeing cartoons anytime you see cartoons as a kid you like it you don't think about how you know anything else uh, you know it's only when you get older you start looking you know past the surface yeah. and into what the content really has to offer so I mean, that's how i was with the color purple too yeah, exactly. I appreciate like, it more know. as I got older. It's a, it's a fine comedy. Yes, I think it's it, and it ages just just as well. Yep. You know, like I think especially now it's more more delicious and relevant than ever. That's right. Um, speaking of delicious and relevant, that's a good segue. You like how I keep feeding you these uh, like fucking softballs, man? You're knocking them out. Man, I'm telling you, and it, it's all working out because I had no plan. I was panicking. <laughs> I didn't either. Yeah, I don't ever prepare. For I, I was I was like, <laughs> I have a pile of movies here. And I've got, and I've got a list of movies here, and I'm like, well, how am I going to organize this? I can't. I have no idea. And then, and then I was like, and it's going to be. I'm sure it's going to be a free form. You know, I'm not. We're not going to sit here and rigidly talk about this like a top ten list. Like, we're just gonna we're just gonna talk about it. So, how am I ever going to remember all this stuff? But it's just so naturally flowing one thing into the next and the segues. Um, I keep the train rolling. So, right. So here's a movie that. Because of how it ends in tragedy, you forget, because it's so powerful ending-wise, that you forget that 95% of the movie is a very funny comedy. And the reason I se- the reason I segue into this is because this movie is just as relevant now. It's more relevant now, maybe, um, because so much time has passed. Do you know where I'm going with this, or are you Not anxiously awaiting this? No, I, I, I'm waiting with bated breath. Oh shit! Yeah, dude, absolutely. How funny is this movie right up till the end? Very funny. Yeah, absolutely. One it's, one thousand percent. And Spike Lee's a a hero of mine in terms of like his storytelling and mm-hmm. like his visual style. Like it's it's almost like I I would compare Spike Lee visual style to like the closest thing you can get to like seeing a book as a movie. Because with the book, you fill in a lot of the details, right. but he uses like literary techniques on screen somehow in a yes. lot of ways, yes. you know, to, to to accentuate his messages. So I've always loved that. And um, watching Do the Right Thing was a revelation in terms of like, you know, look at all these crazy characters and look at how they're interacting and just look at the look at the way everything looks um, and the sound of it, the 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 music, you know, that he usually gets his dad. Uh, to do the score for his movies, you yep. know, and I'm pretty sure that, pretty sure that uh, this was no different. Um, and then, of course, you know, at the end, at the end of the film, you see uh, a kid getting choked to death by the police. <laughs> yeah. And what's what's more 2020 than that? That's true. You know what I mean? Like nothing has, like <laughs> seriously, nothing has changed. He was saying this back then, and you didn't listen. You were afraid to go to the movie theaters to see this because people might riot. Yeah. You know, like. Yep. yep. 
we are taking extremely slow strides in progress here, people. We've got to do better than this. He's tried to tell us. And that's why, that's why when movies like, this is not a comedy, but it, it, it's funny in a sense that it exists, because you remember that movie Crash that came out around 05? Yep. Like, all this was was like, like two hours of white people monologuing about their problems. <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, if you want to talk about race relations, Spike Lee already did this yeah. like a long time ago. Yeah. So, but, uh, but besides all that, Besides all that social commentary, super funny movie. It really is. No, it really is. Absolutely right. And uh, you are spot on about Spike Lee. I love all his movies. Even the even the less good ones are still like there's something you can get from them. Like just visually, artistically, there's something to, um, you know. And, and a lot of the movies are funny. Like he's got a good sense of humor. Yep. Uh, so a lot of the movies could be counted as comedies, really. Like. School Days is kind of debatable. Oh, it's a comedy. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny enough, you could. Um, but yeah. And like, I, I wouldn't call He Got Game a comedy, but there's a lot of funny stuff that I quote from it all the time. That's a great movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, let's, uh, what, what, now, what about um, some horror comedies? Like, because that's a genre that automatically on the surface you think, well, this doesn't mix. But there have been a, there have been a handful of times where it kind of works. Now, usually you have to give up a little bit more of one or the other to make it work. True. But it has worked. Are there any that you can think of that you particularly are a fan of? I mean, I think Scream can be, you know, Scream franchise is pretty funny. With the later movies. Um, but... I'm not really a big horror comedy guy, so that's really all I can think of at the top of my head. How about this? Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that as a kid. Now, this would have to be, like, more in the, like, more in the comedy, less in the horror. Right. But it's a monster movie, essentially, uh, about a small town that's attacked by worms. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know to break it down simply but it's got a great cast kevin bacon and fred ward yeah and it's got a lot of funny shit in it a lot like kevin bacon is super funny in this movie um and if you haven't seen it since you were a kid check it out i'm sure it's on one of these streaming services somewhere um it's got to be so i would definitely give that that a watch i'll go back and watch it because it's been a long time since i've seen it um i thought arachnophobia was funny too Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Even though I hate spiders. Um, yeah, everybody remembers John Goodman's like exterminator <laughs> yeah. character, right? Yep. Like, yep. that was a, that was a big deal. Um, here's a little bit of a curveball, but if you think about it, if you've seen it, you'll know what I mean. Okay. Oh yeah. Return of the Living Dead. Yep. Hilarious. Hilarious. Um, also, completely gross and yeah. very scary. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, this is this is one that I would recommend for anybody that's like, you know, around that it's it's getting to be closer to October now, and some yep. people like to watch scary movies. So if you if you, and and zombies are hot still yep. a little bit, not as hot as they were a few years ago, but still pretty hot. So if you somehow ever missed Return of the Living Dead, it's like a parody um, slash sequel to Night of the Living Dead in which they treat that as if it was real. Yeah. And it it opens up like right off the bat with one of the greatest title cards ever 
where they say like I, I don't know the verbatim but it's something to the effect of like uh the you know this is all completely true none of the names have been changed to protect any of the parties involved <laughs> yeah. like every everybody's you know everybody's real names and companies real names are used and then it opens on a it opens on a store that says like you need a medical supply <laughs> and <laughs> just, just yeah super good and i think any if you're going to talk about horror comedies you couldn't have a list um without Evil Dead 2. Sonic mentioned Evil Dead, yes. Yes, and Army of Darkness, of course. Army of Darkness is so... It's become so quotable now that it's almost a cliche. True. Like, Duke Nukem took all his shit just right from Ash. <laughs> Pretty like, much. straight yes. up. And what about, what about Shaun of the Dead? Yeah, Shaun of the Dead's a good one, too. Good horror comedy. I noticed that there's this weird thing in Simon Pegg movies he does where, like... There's this one moment that's like too serious for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. And it tries to make you cry or something. And mm -hmm. I'm like, man, why'd you have to do that, man? Just like, you know. I thought it was underrated. I, I didn't expect, I don't even know what I expected when I went and watched it, but I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. Pretty good. Pretty good. Shaun of the Dead, pretty good. Um, you know, uh, what was the other one? Hot Fuzz, for the most part. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Like the whole, yeah. <laughs> you ever fire? You ever fired a pistol while it's jumping through the air? You ever fired two pistols while jumping through the air? <laughs> yeah, that stuff. Um, what's that other one they did? Like the end of the world or some some shit like that? Uh, the, about the pub crawl? I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't think I saw yeah. that, but I know what you're talking about. Man, yeah, it's all right. Um, let's see. What else can I wrap up with? It's Seed of Chucky. Yeah, Child's Play kind of got fucking dumb yeah they the started end. definitely being i would say with bride and seed and stuff yeah. they definitely started going towards uh towards comedy like they knew what they were doing though and even nightmare on elm like, street though like freddy krueger had humor in the later movies mm -hmm. he always had some one-liners or something funny he would say when he killed somebody right right i would so that's true i wouldn't necessarily classify those as comedies, but I comedies think that but they had comedy in i them. think that yeah. child's play definitely you For would sure. classify those as comedies because they just got too outrageous and leprechaun and then they like, kind of like leprechaun movies did you did see the same thing right what'd you say leprechaun movies kind of went down that same oh. path too yeah i guess so i mean they, yeah leprechaun in the hood leprechaun in space yeah. you know it's yeah. hard to hard to take those <laughs> as like seriously but right um yeah um now there's lots of like there's lots of like action comedies and stuff there's like so many that most of them are like m most comedies have a little bit of action in them anyways um and a lot of action movies like to add humor to lighten the mood you know so that while there's a lot of funny stuff kind of similar to like similar to like what you're saying with freddie and his one-liners and you, you see movies like die hard or lethal weapon and there's good humor <laughs> yeah. throughout those but i still wouldn't call them comedies necessarily sure um Okay, that's another one. I was I was about to forget it, but Labrat said it. Cabin in the Woods. Yep. Horror comedy. Yep. Great. Yep. Great that's horror right. comedy. Definitely comedy. Um, yeah. Um, but I'm gonna go with a little like a little more specific for 
for uh, action comedy and go with martial arts comedy. And there's a lot, there's a lot of martial arts comedies you should go with. But I think I'm going to go with the king. It may be the king of all martial arts movies. And that's Drunken Master 2. Yeah. Uh, also known in the West as Legend of Drunken Master, if that's how you've seen it with New Line Cinema Distribution. But, um, yes, this is where, this is like peak Jackie Chan physical comedy. The late Anita Mui, hilarious lady, um, also in this. Uh, yep. And some of the best fight scenes ever committed to celluloid. 100% are in Drunken Master 2. So if you want to think something's cool and hilarious at the same time, I mean, you can't usually go wrong with Jackie Chan. A lot of his stuff is very comedy related. Yeah, I mean, Rush Hour, obviously, Rush Hour 1 and 2. I mean, I like I liked him. I liked him with, with Chris Tucker. Um, mm-hmm. I like Bad Boys, which was kind of a... Uh, had comedy mixed in with action. Uh, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Th- that's a good franchise. That's usually what I think of when I think it like uh, forty eight hours one and two. Um, oh yeah, forty eight hours. We already said Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly we're Hills talking Cop. About yep. Eddie Murphy. Um, well, the third one kind of sucked, but yeah. yeah, it still had a couple good moments. Though. It did. It did. Couple good moments. Um, yeah. Um, the chat is saying Kung Fu Hustle. That's a good one. Yep. Uh, Shaolin Soccer. That's a good one. Uh, if you like those Stephen Chow uh, type movies. Um, I mean, there's just so many. Like as as we're as we're kind of winding down here, I guess uh, we, we've we've done quite a bit, and yet I feel like we still done nothing at all. No, not at um, all. No, there's still a no, million movies. We've we barely done anything. Um, see if there's any. I, I'm just going to go down the list of anything that we may have left out. Uh, mean Girls. We think about Mean Girls. Mm, nope. Don't like it. No. Uh, actively not a fan of it? Not a fan. Whoa. Yeah. Rob. Sorry. Come on. Mean it's girls. Su- it's all subjective. Well, I don't think that uh, my father, the inventor of Toaster Strudel, will be too happy to hear about this. <laughs> okay. See? All right. All right. You're already laughing. That was funny. Yeah, no, that was funny. Um, Let's see. The Graduate? Yep. Dustin Hoffman? Pretty good. Oh. Is that a comedy? Office Space. Yes. The Graduate is, but barely. It's, it's a weird... 60s era they they did things differently then <laughs> you know no, so they considered sure. a comedy um office space yes we almost got out of here without talking about office space yeah. the great that's a, um, that's a cult classic not everybody likes it but i i every, enjoyed it everybody does now yeah because they all know it that's right they all everybody everybody that you know everywhere says mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even if they don't know what it's from they that's know right. uh somehow uh what else i got here we talked about adventure uh, sports comedies, Kingpin. If you want to count that as a sports comedy, uh, Kingpin is fantastic. And I'm I'm, I'm a bowler, yeah. so yeah, Kingpin's fantastic. Worth it for Bill Murray alone, yep. as you, as most things are. Yeah, like you'll find that Bill Murray. Well, I don't want to say that, especially not later years. But I mean, for for a, for a while there, you know, like with Stripes that you see there, yep. and you know some other shit. What about Bob? Uh, we already talked about Ghostbusters. What's that? What about Bob? What about? Oh my God! I almost forgot that. Yeah. See, that's one of the greatest ever. It is. And and I almost forgot it. That's the that's the perils of doing a show like this. Rob. <laughs> that's right. That's you, right. You were we were about to forget. What about Bob? God damn! That's got to be that's got to be an all timer. That's got to be a top, at least twenty for me. Yep, I agree. At least I agree. Maybe ten. My wife loves that movie. Yeah. There's there's not too much you could say wrong with that movie at all. True. It's it's damn near perfect. Um, now the opposite of that, I think this is a movie that this was ahead of its time simply because 
at the time people didn't really like it um and i can understand why but now the way movies have turned out like in general the way they're they're generally seen and received now i think people would be more receptive to a movie like this and that's the cable guy oh yeah because absolutely. that came out at the height of jim carreyness when they wanted a certain thing um and getting this getting this from him i don't think it's what they wanted at the time <laughs> but a lot of movies are more like this now yeah than they were back then and this was like ben stiller directing so you can definitely see how he transitioned into doing a lot of stuff that's like that where it's just the whole i'm gonna be a straight man reacting to some awkward you know lunatic right which, which he was a lunatic <laughs> Yes, and he was, and he was very. He's still very Jim Carrey, so yes. I'm not really sure why the people didn't like it as much. But I don't know. It's a little bit. I won't say darker, but I mean, it had kind of a, a darker tone to it. It did. Yeah. No, it did. It looked dark, if nothing else. Like the right. way they shot everything, the the the, um, the lighting was toned way way down, so that everything seemed like very dim and dismal. Yeah, and you know, so um, uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure also like weirdly dark. Um, but in a different way, like the movie itself is very colorful, yeah. but there's a lot of, uh, and I see you shaking your head there. So I'm going to think that you're not a fan of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Not a fan of Pee Wee period at all. I can understand that. Yeah. It's a good movie though. No, I mean, the yeah, movie despite Pee Wee Herman. The TV um, show sucked though. I couldn't get into it as a kid. Okay. Well, we're not talking about the TV show. I'm just saying you're about... just over obnoxious for me. That wasn't my thing. Yeah. Well, somebody had to do it. If he didn't do it, someone else was going to put on a bow tie and jerk off in a public theater uh a lot of these we've talked about Ooh, dr strange love that's an interesting like a kubrick comedy how yep. would that look well we found out it, it looked like that and pretty funny um especially for us time but weird oh i had this one circled because um i was pretty sure we were gonna forget it somehow but did we already talk about clerks or mention clerks or no we not at all kevin smith in any way it's we funny. somehow dodged Kevin Smith it's, altogether. It's funny you mention that. I think Kevin Smith is behind the Fletch reboot that we talked about three hours ago. Yep. Yeah. I know he's a big fan of Fletch. No, he so. is. Uh, yes, Kevin Smith movies, love them. Mallrats, uh, Chasing Amy, um, Clerks was good, and Clerks 2 was good. I like the second one. Um, mm -hmm. I can't go... Yeah, well, there was one I didn't like. Uh, something about New Jersey. Or Jersey Jer Girl? Jersey Girl. Yeah, not a... Didn't, didn't, care for that one eh, you'll like it now if you watch it you think so yeah watch it with the wife okay i'll watch it with the wife but he wanted but that was his version of trying to make like a family movie for the first time right and again it's not really what people wanted i think from him <laughs> yeah um but i there's a lot of good funny jokes in that movie still i think where he lost it was zach and miri make a porno yes i agree that's where he started to lose his goddamn mind yeah and everything has been downhill ever oh, since then and horrible. he's no longer funny at all like yeah. he's funny as a person talking but not necessarily like in terms of writing anymore like, like i'll watch his reviews of star wars like i love watching him review the you know the star wars the, the last three movies because he's so passionate about it other mm -hmm. than that yeah his movies fucking blow now but clerks is right up there with with all-time greats absolutely oh yeah so so quotable and so mm -hmm. amazing like how like how shitty everything was and still ended up being entertaining <laughs> yeah right yep no acting no fucking budget no color yep nothing just but it's still like got so many great lines um but mall rats i actually enjoyed more i thought that was a good really good movie i think mall rats is 
it's a worse well it's a better produced movie right it's a worse movie conceptually but it's still very funny there's still somebody you know hey would you like a chocolate covered pretzel yeah i mean you gotta you gotta love marit's uh, or, or just even just the schematics that that Jay draws up of trying to like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. To take the stage out, yep. like those are funny. Um, we talked about Will Ferrell. We didn't really talk about Anchorman, but love it. I mean, love it. Pretty, yeah, it's it's pretty much in that 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 was like peak Will Ferrell, right? Right around that early two thousands era, right? Yep. Um, so so many so many good quotable things from that that people are still quoting these days. I love lamp. Um, it's still my favorite quote. Which one? I love lamp. Oh yeah, I love. Rick, are, are you just, just looking at things around the room and yeah, <laughs> telling you love them? <laughs> you killed him with a fucking trident. That was a movie yeah. I didn't appreciate at first either until I went back and watched it. I think I was hammered the first time I watched it. Uh, wasn't really okay. paying attention to it, but. I, pre- uh-huh. I appreciate it more as I went on later on. Uh, you want to talk about um, influential? Uh, even if you don't, even if it's not your favorite, you can't deny like how many movies tried to rip this off after it became so successful. But we already talked about Ben Stiller. Something about Mary. Oh yeah, absolutely. Very even Ben Stiller tried to rip it off. <laughs> <laughs> even this sounds like it. Like along came Polly. Like yeah. what? Yep. <laughs> you yep. know what I mean? That's like, right. uh, but so much day? stuff from that. The Fairley Brothers, it's not their first rodeo, but yeah. Right. Have you seen my baseball? They, they tr- <laughs> they, yeah, that, that's, a, that's, that's a whole movie of quotable things. Um, what else do I have here? City Slickers? Yeah. Uh, city Slickers is good. Classic, classic City Slickers. And like that speech he gives at the beginning when he's at like his career day for his kid or whatever <laughs> when he talks about getting older yeah like you know it's funny enough when he says it but like as the stuff that as you get older and you go back and look at it you're like oh shit um yeah man i think um well it's pretty it's pretty much pretty much everything i've got uh i mean there's a few others but i mean we're already two hours in i think people get the gist we know what comedies are we've heard of them we really so, just want to do a show together. I mean, it didn't even really matter what we talked about. You know, we just wanted yeah, to get whatever, together and talk. So, whatever we wanted to do. Yeah. So, and we did it, and That's we'll right. probably do it again. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm free next week. So, oh, okay, all right. Permanent <laughs> well, you, co-host. Yeah, you it's said you want to be the. Show. You said you want to be the permanent co-host. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's really going to work, but I'll I'll do it a, I'll do it a one timer <laughs> for you, Rob. Appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, um, mm. but but this was fun. And uh, I still barely scratched the surface. So many, so many great comedies. So many things to revisit or visit for the first time. We should do a watch along with Color Purple. I think that'd be good. I think that would, I think the fans would really like. I think they would really like to pony up some premium. You know, once once everything's on the realm and stuff, then we we definitely want to have them five dollar Color Purple tier. That's right. Um, so. Or just go to patreon.com slash the mean media group or Ben I mean. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's you, true. me, and Ben can watch purple, color purple and just break it down. Okay. I think that's, right. I think that's a deal. I'll get on that. I'll that's message right. him when we get down here. I'm sure he'd love to do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that's going to do it. Um, I've got nothing else. No, I don't either. Uh, uh, that was a good show. I appreciate you being here. It was, I've always loved your work on the, 
500 podcasts that you're on every week. Uh, you. Next Level Podcast with Big Ray covering NXT and the Three Count. Uh, the Impact Attack with Colin Weissong, another underrated podcaster of HMG. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes you're on the uh, Smack Attack. Smack if, Attack, yes. Those guys think other life obligations are more important than the Smack Attack, and that's when they call me. I think MacGyver's done about three shows this year. Yeah, he's usually got something yeah. else to do. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Every time I do a show, he's like, I owe you one, mate. And I'm like, <laughs> yes. yeah, I think you owe me like four or five now. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, don't worry, I'll, co- I'll collect all at once. I feel bad for Enright. He's always have to fucking carry the load. But uh, what are you going to do? I mean... MacGyver's Irish can't help it. Well, I can't say I can't say that I can't say that too much either because I've had to cover for Enright when he uh, felt yeah. like he needed to go on his little family vacation that yeah. he takes every year. Woo! Yeah. All right, so whatever, pal. Hard. I'll talk about SmackDown. Yep, yep. Well, at least you're doing a good show. Uh, SmackDown is probably the best show right now. I don't. Shit. I don't know how you watch Impact. I barely. Yeah. Um, Fair. I. And and if you if you didn't hear my promo I cut on this last episode of SmackDown, then go to the VOD and watch the archive and listen to me cut a two-hour promo while John Enright quietly sits there like a polite young man and, and takes in all the truth that I'm speaking about this shit company. <sighs> I think he was taken aback by that. Like, he didn't know what to do. Like, should I say something? Should I just let him talk? It's, it's got kind of awkward for a while. You were very heated. I, I, will, yeah. I will admit, you... Uh, <laughs> you, you're definitely passionate when you love something and when you hate something. Well, I'll tell I'll tell you like this, Rob. Um, when it comes to the WWE and me being like a fan, that's dead a long time ago. Right. So I'm really getting the reason I'm getting so hot and passionate is it's like on your behalf because I feel bad for the people that really want to watch this stuff and like it, and this is what they give you. Yep. You know, like paying customers. Like I don't like that. I agree. I mean, I look at this as like. I look at this as a, like, we're doing this as a free show, basically, you know, this show right here, and I feel, um, (laughs) I feel like guilty if I forgot some comedies to mention on this show. Yeah. Like, that's my level of, and, and no one's paying me for this, and I'm doing this for fun, and I'm doing this because it's a good time, and it's, the reason I spent these millions of hours watching movies is so that things like this could happen. Yep. Um, but they have an obligation to paying customers and they refuse to do anything to move the, you know, to move the needle or, or to, to, to create more business for themselves, even like more money for themselves. They don't want to do it. And I get hot thinking about, you know, the innocence of the kids that have nothing to do with this, that, that want to like wrestling, that, that deserve better. And the paying adults that have been fans and they're looking for every excuse to get back into this and they're just getting turned away at every opportunity. That's what gets me hot. As far as the WWE, they can fuck off and do whatever they want. I don't care. Um, I watch New Japan if I want to watch wrestling. Um, but I just, but I, I care about you guys and that's where the passion comes from. I mean, I stopped watching it you know, last year. I couldn't take it. I couldn't. I couldn't take my intelligence getting insulted every fucking week. And I've been watching, you know, since 1988. Uh, I've been watching a long time. I've seen a lot of fucking shit, seen a lot of good stuff. What's happened the last five years is it's just, it's, they've rested on their laurels because they're the number one game in town. You know, they think everybody, they didn't want to build bigger stars. And I know we don't need to get a wrestling fucking kick when we're two hours into a show, but 
you know, they wanted WWE to be the marquee and not anybody like a John Cena, you know, like who's the, probably the last of his, of his breed. You'll never see a guy like that again carry the company and do fucking everything, working almost 24 hours a day. Uh, it's just, it's sad. It's sad that they're, they're not trying to build those larger-than-life characters anymore. So that's why I stopped watching, because it just, I, it's just fucking, yeah. it's garbage, dude. It's Vince McMahon fucking, you know, humor, and I just... No. They spend more time making excuses than they do writing shows. Yeah. And this is the guy that thinks that he makes movies. <laughs> and it's like, no, you make No Holds Barred. Okay. But even that is better than what you've been making lately. That's still a right? classic. Still a classic. We got we to gotta watch still, that, too. That's still a, Okay. That, maybe that's the real watch along, No Holds <laughs> There you go. No Holds Barred. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah. Yeah, they, yeah they, they spend more time making excuses. And so it's just kind of, I don't know. Now... Now, and granted, I know it's not that simple, and I know there's a lot. There's like the thing is a it's it's too big now. It's it's a juggernaut. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no way that all this stuff can get wrangled and get under control. It's too many moving parts. I do understand that, um, but when you don't even see like the simple fixes and those things getting addressed, then you know that they have no interest in you know even even trying to like you know right the ship. So, yeah. Whatever, but it, making it making it all the way up to last year—that's. I mean, you clearly put the time in. You should have jumped ship years before that. No, to, I, to be I, I should have, but I would. You know, I thought I was a lifer. Been watching it literally every Monday since fucking primetime was on. I mean, I watched every single episode of Raw. I watched all the pay per views. I grew up in Connecticut. I was a fucking. I was a homer. And mm-hmm. yeah, dude, I. I thought I would be, because I had a lot of friends that, that jumped ship years ago, too, and I'm like, I'm the fucking, I'm going to hold the fucking flag, you know, for wrestling fans. I'm going to watch it every week, but no. I, even me, who's a fucking lifer, I had to stop watching it, and I didn't think I ever would. It's just, it's it sucks, dude. It really, it sucks. There's nothing redeeming at all, uh, unless you, like, Roman Reigns, doing the best stuff of his career, obviously. Um, but other than that. Yeah, his long, epic career. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> under a decade. Yeah, um, but still, that's that's the only thing that I would enjoy watching is, is stuff like that because well, and you, they, well, you can get clips of stuff like that, and then and then what? Then the SmackDown doesn't get the numbers, right? So yeah, exactly right. I, yeah, but to to tie it all back in, like even the worst comedies that we've talked about today, uh, the WWE can't hold a candle to those. No, not at all. So no. So vet, I appreciate yeah. you being here, buddy. It was a fun show. Where can we find you on social media and let everybody know where to find you? Well, you can see it right there if you're watching us at Opinion Haver everywhere, all one word. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitch. You can follow me on YouTube. You can follow me on, well, you can't follow me on Facebook. You can follow me on TikTok, but it's a fool's errand because I deleted the app from my phone. I just want to take the name from everyone else. Good job. Um, Opinion Haver is my brand because I have opinions. And uh, you can, of course, as Rob has already pointed out, you can find me on pretty much 75% of the HMG shows uh, at any given moment. But I'm on two of them for sure. Next Level Wrestling Review every Wednesday and uh, Impact Attack tentatively Sunday night, early, 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 early Monday morning. (laughs) Like instantly, as soon as it becomes Monday, we're already doing the Impact Attack. So. Uh, that could change, so just keep that notification bell on. That's right. Uh, and subscribe, and leave a comment, and uh, you know all the other YouTube YouTubers things that they say. Are there any shows you haven't done yet? Have you done the locker rooms? I haven't done the locker rooms. 
You gotta get on. But that. I, you gotta get on that. Do I? I think they cover it, man. No, you know, like do. I think I think Ben does a really good job with the locker rooms, um, and he he covers all the stuff and says a lot of the stuff that I want to say for the most part. And um, I would only be on there to just throw little checks here and there and like yeah. disagree with him where where it needs to happen. Um, but but I, as far as the reviews and stuff, I think that's kind of where I belong. You know? No, I agree. I agree. I, I love watching you and Big Ray. Uh, on on next level um, and impact attack you and you and my song are great too so I thank can't. you I appreciate that very much and uh, like I said I've always wanted to do a show with you because I, I, I you and I have kind of the same sense of humor and we have a lot of the same you know likes and dislikes right. so I knew we'd click mm-hmm. uh, I mean there's a few awkward moments here and there but I mean you know it's the first it's the first date <laughs> I so. don't recall any of those no not at all not at all but you know I don't fuck on the first date by the way just just to let you know second date good. most likely good to know. Yeah. Well, now with these, with with the four movie recommendations I gave you, <laughs> yes, uh, you should be able to fuck on any first date. That's right. That's right. Guys, I hope you appreciate. I hope you appreciate the vet being here because you know his time uh, on podcasts is very, very limited. He's not here that much, so it's always a treat when he comes out uh, of the basement to uh, or in the basement. Where do you do your your shows? Are you in the basement? Are you in the? Yes. Okay. Yes, in the basement. There's only the, one basement, and I'm one. in. That's right. We appreciate you being here, guys. Uh, everybody in the chat, thank you for showing up. Thank you for uh, participating in Canada Space Man, Sonic. Uh, who else we got here? Yeah, no, just you guys. Just two fucking... Yeah. I know we had Lab Rat earlier, no, and he, he came in with the big Cabin in the Woods <laughs> uh, score. Christ. So uh, I'm still a little bit pissed at Sonic for, for not liking Will Ferrell movies, but I'll, I guess I'll get over that. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, he's got just as many things to be pissed at you about, I guess. That's fair. I mean, you know, color purple. Everybody, <laughs> guys, check out the color purple. One of the best comedies of all time. Brilliant, brilliant, genius, hilarious film. So, I'll be back next week with, I don't know, somebody. Maybe Jamie. Who knows? We'll, we'll see. I don't plan anything. I just, if I get bored, I'll just call somebody. Hey, you want to do a show? Yeah, that's fine. Call okay. it in the ring, brother. That's right. Until then, guys, appreciate the support. Thanks for watching and listening. We'll see you on the next one. Take care, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of RTW Rewind. For all the latest news and announcements, please follow us on Twitter at RTW Brand. You can also follow Rad Rob at Rad Rob Gaming. You've been listening to RTW Rewind exclusively here on HMG. HMG.